Choking on the ties that can bring me greater things Acting like a king in my mind and I know I'm not Yeah, too scared to give it everything I got Yes, it's difficult to shoot up to the top When you're feeling like there's never really anything to aim for This is what I came for Little bit of fantasy Little bit of hope instead of closed doors You know the ones that you shut on yourself The ones with all the light up in them And you can make them brighter than them I know that I could be the person right The one that people want to be a person like So maybe there's something outside of first life Worth something like a birthright Maybe I wasn't made for earth life I wanna be good at the first light I wanna be the things I know I can deserve right I think I'm worth right Worse. MCMI Radio. Yeah. You know why I go. Wake up, trying to go to take up early morning. Hey, yo, rise in the AM. Early 
want to lay in. I just want to stay in. I just want to lay in. Pop like get your ass up, stop the faking. We already late in. Sunday morning waking, faking like my stomach aching. Mom pull out clothes, it's a Sunday's best occasion. Both side, no lie, church shoes was aching. 80 degree weather and the blazer body blazing. Already can't wait until it's aching. Just a little nigga that would rather be home video gaming. Now we on our way in. Deacon speaking, preacher preaching to that congregation. Mason. Wondering off, not hearing that man of the cloth Talk about that man on the cross Now we back to praying Old ladies with church fans screaming out amen Looking at that painting on the stained glass Watching why that collection plate pass Offering to me is all the same cash. Fast forward, got older. A youngin' that gone bad. Let me rephrase that. A youngin' that went down that wrong path. No matter how religious mom the pops was, still had encounters with the cops. Um. Product of that environment I was in Once I left that front door I could have been out of here Bullets line is the norm So most kids walk without a fit Friends dying is the norm So they walk without a tip Rather tatted on their face So who waits while the old head is yelling It's never too late Too late
the dawn, the face of a killer. The voice of the past and present, I speak thrillers like the purple robe. Trusted with 24 carry gold. The chain chunky like the neck of a monkey. Glass slipper, my wallows is made from lion skin. King of the jungle ain't shit about me, humble rock a black panther hoodie. Nigga, made from panther skin. I'm black on the outside and black within. The hood superhero, the motherfucking Don Dada. The Don Wilson, nigga, I do what I gotta. I'm a boss, I'm the Lucas Potter, front of my skin tone. I let the family start a fam of my own. A black Italiano, big pinky range from Sicily. I move like the dawn of the fam, it's officially. A one-time stalking on some black offenders.
yo, yeah, heart of a lion, king of the jungle, I'm a humble killer bee, you a soft as a bumble, I don't crumble, I strike back hard with a vengeance, attack through these killer worlds, I spit in the sands, I'm a menace, the black car, can't cave crusader, the face of a ghost, I disappear in the vapors, you can murder my flesh and bone, souls invincible, revenge my death, payback's the main principle, protect your neck when you move, I'll be lurking in the shadows, stalks the gangster nigga, I never lose battles, Pimpets with a superhero logo on my chest, big Gucci link, GFK on the crest, I the arm for the eagle with the eight carat ruby eyes, piss on your motherfucking lawn while I'm super high, all black down, royalty purple and some ice chips, two Glock names pointed at you in a height flip. Now I'm alone in the room and I just stare at the wall Revenge my death but I'm going through with flaws My lost niggas, I miss them, this new pal I'm with them Got me thinking I made a whole lot of bad decisions Got those I'm still a deal with Should I kill her? Throw a fucking ass in the cage with a gorilla Or let it live and treat her like scum of the earth I got goons to feed and babies to birth I'm the dog now, plus I'm a super rich nigga Do more health than harm, either way you figure Should I protect and serve or conquer and destruction? Let the enterprise take over the force of production? Corruption, my mind changes unpredictable I'm full of proof now, back from the dead I'm invincible Yo, what up, y'all? Tell our Blitzkrieg, you know what I'm saying? Boy, now. Tell our Blitzkrieg. Nah, I didn't look it up. I just have a thunderclap. Oh, you see what I did there? That's it. Now, I need you to record your drop yourself and your voice. You need to say, like, LR Blitzkrieg or whatever and then hook it up. You know what I mean? I've been wanting to hook that up for a while, but, you know. You know, yeah. I don't want to do it myself, and then you don't like it. If you if it sounds corny to you, it's your name. It means you got to hook it up. That's so. kind of messed up, though, that we in our, what, 37th episode, and, and you got crazy GMS drops, <laughs> and, and I don't have hey, man. Hey, man, I, I, I got my computer. I went in garage, man, and I made a drop. You got the same computer I'm just saying, as me. I'm you know, it's MCMI radio, and, you know, you yeah, MCMI, right. MCMI, and it's like GMS, and then there's Blitzkrieg, oh. But, I know, but I don't have a Blitzkrieg. You know, I yeah, have a GMS. Yeah. Shout out to PF Cutting because he hooked me up with that. Now, yeah, since I, we worked yeah, on this mixtape, since yeah, we worked on this new mixtape, though, I have a dozen new drops that I haven't had time to edit them for the radio because I've been working on the mixtape. But I have Blitzkriegs from everybody, you know, and multiple MCMI, GMS, and Blitzkriegs together and stuff like that. So yeah. we're working on that. But um, for now, at least I got you with a. Hello, Blitzkrieg. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll take what I can get. All right. What up, no people? Friday night, we back in the building. MCMIRadio, MCMIReport.com. All day. You know. Hit, hit you with that new music. 
we do have some special guests on the way. We're, we're going to be talking with Icon, the Mike King. Now, I, I believe he's from Philly, but he resides in Brooklyn right now. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's from Brooklyn and had moved to Philly and is now back. We're going to clear that up when he comes on the show. But uh, we also have uh, Mike Hands, an MC from Brooklyn as well. And uh, we're going to be chopping it up, yeah. you know. Boy, so no, we're gonna yeah. play, we're gonna play a couple, couple more new joints. Um, I don't know if you want to tell them what we, what we listened to so far, or if you want me to run it down. Yeah, tell them what you played. I don't know. All right. Well, we started with Open Letter, and uh, I don't know. A lot of people have been talking about that song. It seems controversial, but to me, I feel like not really. Like I don't know why they're. It's like a tabloid just trying to come up with something. No, Let's make controversial people talk about it. I, I don't I'll, know. I'll what, tell what you why you? it's controversial. I'll tell you why. Because, because um, first of all, like Republicans had initially just jumped on the fact that you know Jay Z and Beyonce went on a trip to Cuba, which mm. again you know is something that has to be um, approved by I believe the Treasury Department. And they're saying that um, people are only supposed to go to Cuba if they go on for educational reasons or for, right. I guess, you know, political reasons or whatever. Where, whereas Jay-Z and Beyonce went there just to go on vacation. Now, the Republicans right. are making a big deal about this because they know that Jay-Z and Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, are, you know, know each other and speak and are, you know, somewhat friends. So they're trying to make it as, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, Obama is doing his black hip-hop friends political favors in getting them, right. you know, passes into Cuba and stuff like that. Okay, now I understand so, it more. You you explained it better okay. than the news because I'm listening to now, them. Now, no, listen, listen, listen. listen. That, that, that's not where the song came from. Now, they, they right. had made a big deal about it because, you know, it's Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're, you know, music royalty in, in America. So now... Their faces are plastered all over the TV. You know, the you know Republican left wing people, whoever, are making a big deal about it. So then Jay Z gets pissed off and he makes this song. Now, once the song comes out, the media jumps all over it and they try to dissect the lyrics to mean what they want it to mean. As right. people dissect the Bible or anything, you know, or anybody's political speech, and. They don't understand hip hop. They don't understand half the stuff that's coming out of Jay Z's mouth. So it's yeah. like, in listening to it, they they interpret it the way they want to interpret it, and they make bigger deals about lines than they actually are. Whereas you know, Jay Z just you know being Jay Z and just he just made a song. He made a song and you know like just you know fuck y'all and that's what it is. And you know we can talk about it more if you want. But. No doubt, because I I was thinking like. See how the blog, the blogosphere, jumped all over. Uh, what was it, Kanye? He said something. He he quoted Jay Z and made a reference. He was making a double meaning, a metaphor, a pun, and then they all came out with Kanye West. This is Jay Z and his new song about the black, the black suit and tie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, he's not. I thought like they're just reaching, trying to get something. News where let's talk about this. You know, no, you kind of rolling that one. Kind of rolling that one because it wasn't. You think it wasn't, just enough? I don't know what he said in the song, but I do know that Kanye was doing a show and he said, you know, Jay Z's my boy, but I don't fuck with that suit and tie shit. He did say that. That, that was a direct okay. quote. Kanye. It wasn't okay. Like well, he was I took it as he's saying, like as a pun, like Jay Z's my boy, because you know he got a song suit and tie, 
but I ain't with that suit and tie, meaning I'm not with the corporate suit and tie BS, but, uh, but, but making a joke out of the fact that he has a song about it or that he wears suits, you know, kind of joking around, like, you know, Jay-Z. Not, but he doesn't mean he doesn't like ties. I don't like to wear ties and suits. He meant that suit and tie corporate stuff that sometimes screws up the entertainment industry and the music business. But I didn't think he was taking a stab at Jay-Z. He was just kind of... I think he was taking a stab at Justin Timberlake. I don't know if he's necessarily... He, I don't think he'd ever taken right. a, a direct stab at Jay-Z. You know? Right. And I know, I felt like Jay-Z was just rolling his eyes, which, oh, oh yeah, okay. And yeah. Kanye, like, yeah, people, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I just dissed my best friend and, and my label partner, and, and yeah, come on. They want to see people fight, you know. They want to see, oh, it's Dame Dash and Jay-Z all over again. No, it's not. <laughs> it is yeah. a line, and I think that this is, Jay-Z is a rapper, and he talks slick. It's the art of hyperbole. It's bragging and boasting about stuff. He probably said some stuff that's not really 100%, you know, Made it seem like, yeah, yeah, you know, I got juice. So Obama hooked me up. It's probably not true, see, but I see why Republicans would jump all over. Listen, that. I see. Stop, stop right there, because that's the one thing that the the media keeps pressing on. The line right. in the song where Jay Z says, um, "They impeach." What does he what, what does he say? No, no, no. He says, "You're gonna get me in trouble." Huh? He says, "You getting too much bread." They try, then they try to jam you, boy from the hood, but got White House clearance, right? Now, everybody mm. in the media oh. is saying he said, he just now said that the White House cleared me to go to Cuba. That's not what he right. said. He said, I'm a boy from the hood, but I can go to the White House. That's okay. what he said. He didn't White House say, like, he right, say right, that exactly. I went to the White House and Barack Obama said, here, Jay-Z, here's a, here's a go pass to Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> that's, that's not what he said. <laughs> exactly. But that's, that's how, what, but, oh. but that's how CNN and Fox is, is, is portraying it, you know what I'm saying, right. which is, is really crazy. And the in the new next headline line, I got. Okay. In the next the line, he's head... saying, I'm sorry. he's saying politic, politicians never did shit for me. So he's saying they didn't do it for me. Politicians never did nothing to me except lie to me to store history. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he's saying they didn't do nothing for me. I, I got in the cube on my own. You know what I'm saying? I'm Jay-Z. I did it. Right. I applied and got permission. I see. Well, anyway, that, that's what we opened it up with. And if you guys have an opinion, you want to shed some light, or maybe you know something that we don't know about this, that issue, um, call us up, 646-478-3599. We're going to ask Icon to Mike King and Mike Hands what they think about that later when, they, when they're on. But uh, I also played a new, um, I don't know if it's new, Gene Gray special. Is that new? It's, it's that pretty just, new. It's pretty new. You, you, I can't remember what project it's off, but uh, it's pretty new. Yeah. Word. Black Milk, Sunday's Best, Monday's Worst. I love that joint, and I'm yeah. more partial to Monday's Worst. Sunday's Best, the first joint is cool. It's just, oh, it's cool. We got a flow. But the second one with that sync, that vocal sample, that yeah. joint gets me amped when it comes on, you know? That's interesting. Yeah, this is the first two part song. This is the and first then, uh, joint we decided to put out just to uh, get people ready because he's, he's putting out quite a few projects this year. Well, it worked. I'm ready. And uh, it's interesting because he had two tempos on that record, and then the next joint, Ghostface and Adrian Young, um, I Declare War, featuring Master Killer, also mm-hmm. changed tempos in the middle of the song. That's just coincidence. I, I didn't throw that on next because of that. It just, you know, I didn't realize right. that at the time, but that's kind of hot, you know. Yeah, I but, think uh, we got one more, one more of those on deck, but that song is off of uh, Ghostface has a new album coming out on the 16th called 12 Reasons to Die. Oh. And uh, it's a concept, a concept album he did with that uh, that producer, um, what's his name, Andre Young. 
Adrian. Adrian Young, yeah. He did he did this concept album with him that uh is about um it's it's weird. It's like it's it's based on like a he made his own spaghetti western story whereas okay. uh he gets killed and his soul like hunts down these twelve deadliest killers and each song is like representing one of those kills or something like that. It's pretty crazy. But um that's gonna that has a special uh, version that comes with um, two LPs and instrumentals and uh, a comic book that has the whole, like, wow. story down, and it has a cassette by Apollo Brown that they call him the brown tape instead of the purple yeah. tape. Um, it has a bunch yeah. of stuff. If you want to know more about that, go to getondown.com. They they have um, the limited edition orders for that, but... Um, so it seems like a pretty uh, dope concept album and a pretty dope idea for people to start, you know, artists in general to start packaging their stuff with more than just music because, uh, you know, the music people can basically just download anytime they want. So if you give them more, they have more incentive to, you know, actually go out and buy that. Right. Actually, I, I, I misspoke. Um, the I Declare War joint is not the one with the tempo change. It's the one I played after that. So I did play them both, which is the short okay. shot. And it says parts one and two. So that's what happened. But the drummer actually is live and just starts to slow down the beat and goes into part two. It's not even like a different track. It's pretty ill. So, um, you know, glad to hear new music come for, coming from Wu-Tang. You know, I mean, Ghostface always holds them down, but Master Killer's on that joint. And uh, those, those joints are hot. And speaking of Wu-Tang, um, we're about to hit you with a couple more joints and then come back and talk with our special guests. Uh, this is Cash Still Rules. Torrey is letting you know, and it's featuring Sky Zoo on MCMI Radio. Real hip-hop, real talk. We'll be back. Remember one thing, cash rules everything around me cream. To anyone that's ever had a dream, and realize it ain't everything the same. Always remember one thing, cash rules everything around me cream. Let it breathe. Everything still. If you ain't got none, nigga, everything still. Cause money make the world go round and them girls go down in my town, nigga, everything real. You ever bank still at your enemy on Hydro and Hennessy? Cause you got word what it's finna be. Tennessee Industry Rule 4080. These indie niggas are shady and they ain't trying to pay me shit crazy. Astonishment when they got word of mind bobblishment over that curve where revolvers spit on the shit. Philip had niggas try to screw you It's all about the cash, man That's word the guru That's word you who will get free Cause really ain't shit free Till you armed and your hard Let me school you These streets to chew you up Spit you out Use you up Kick you out Best to get your cash and be out Real talk, my nigga To anyone that's ever had a dream Can realize it ain't everything it seems Always remember one thing Cash rules everything around me cream To anyone that's ever had a dream And realize it ain't everything the same Always remember one thing Cash rules everything around me cream Let it breathe 
flash Joes. How they mad, but cause we know the cash rolls. Huh? Everything around me, yeah. One time, like, yeah. On. Songs for the paper, cause singing songs about paper was everything that we left with when we was all on our way up and up has never been high, so really how could you blame us when that every day was four, five, six and elevators off of G-Rap, four, five, six and cash elevators, no I keep a double line, pay me out in double time, hate it now but love the time it takes for you to get it and the time that's in between was your mistake for you neglecting but it's cool, everything is cool, everything is kosher and it'll stay that way as long as none of y'all don't ever Oh, us money grew like grass But my building was too tall to get a view like that I guess we moved right past Then we grew up and we blew up And then we moved right back With black bags, scooped that up Believe we moved like that Cause now the blade is getting left Made a way to get a check Aware why y'all stare Said I get paid to be the best Do remember To anyone that's ever had a dream Can realize it ain't everything they seen Always remember one thing Cash rules everything around me cream To anyone that's ever had a dream Can realize it ain't everything the same Always remember one thing Cash rules everything around me cream Let it breathe Just hit 
my team's a part of me. Borderline retardedly infused for all of my dudes to move on the calendar. Uh, Black life's the only life I know. Tell my lane the only way I go. Hope you break out flow. See your money there where I don't go. And hold it on until I let go. My radio, real hip hop, real talk. Six four six four seven eight three five nine nine are the numbers to dial. So, hello, Blitzkrieg. That was um the new joint. That was a new joint yeah, from uh, Mike Hands. Not you know brand new, but it came out pretty recently, uh, featuring Sean P. And we have Mike Hands in the building, so I'm gonna bring him in right now. Yo, Mike, what up? Salute. What's good, people? Blitz. What's the word, my dog? What's up, brother? Thanks for having the dog, man. I appreciate you 100%. Nah, no, man, thanks for coming up. Well, we appreciate um, the good music. Appreciate the good music. That means a lot coming from dudes that I, I remember watching that tear down the knitting factory on Leonard back in the days and waiting until I got my weight up so I could get in that little green room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they closed down. I don't know we shut it down, and now you got to do Knitting Factory in Brooklyn. You know Knitting Factory's in Brooklyn now, right? Yeah, actually, um, I did a couple of shows there with Shabam Sadiq, um, Gat Martin, and uh, a couple of other people. So, like, it's a nice venue, too. The Knitting Factory is really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Definitely nice. Got the big, the big uh, Coyote Ugly window to the bar. You can see the whole show <laughs> from the bar with the... Right. <laughs> Uh, so, so we've we've known you, you know, from from doing hip hop, you know, from from way back. I mean, I would I would say back then you, we're talking underground, but right now you've been exploding on the scene, no homo, with uh, a bunch of great records and collabs with some some pretty known cats and getting your weight up for sure right now. That that joint was uh, featuring Sean Price. Why don't you tell us a little something about that? Well, the crazy yeah, thing is, I looked for that the the record dropped, you know, on the Say You Ain't No project. It was one of the final leaks for that project. So I guess yeah, we 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 did. It's fairly new still because it's still getting traction. We're about to do a video for it actually on Monday. We go in to shoot the final scenes with Sean, so that'll be done, and there'll actually be a, vi- a visual to go along with the record. But I mean, it was a it was a natural progression type record. You know, after doing the uh, my original launch record with, with Rock, you know, the All I Know record, and then being on the road with Steel and Tech for a while, doing some outside business with Buckshot, it kind of was a natural progression to just go ahead and round it out with the entire boot camp, you know, present. So in order to, to really complete the cipher, this um, 2.13, you know, this year, I went on and locked down the Rusty Jokes record, and then last night I actually finished my, my record with Tech. So... It's like now I'm comfortable. Now now everything I felt I didn't get to do when when they were really on top of their, their pivot, 
I feel like I was right. able to stop time and go back and do what I thought needed to be in my timeline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Boot camp to death right there. That's dope. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that I've been inducted, you know, Bucktown, USA, as well as um, boot camp was, you know, it was an honor for me being a Brooklyn MC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course. It was, it was, it's, it was kinda, easy it's kinda funny. You 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 basically collabed with Helter Skelter, but not on the same song. You got one joint with Rock and one joint with Ruck. Exactly. But here's the crazy part. It was either I was gonna be part of boot camp, some way, shape, fashion, or form, or I was gonna be one of the twelve. Uh oh. There's only two ways it was gonna go for Brooklyn, you know what I mean? If yeah. not, then I was yeah. I was out the loop. So you know what I mean? <laughs> I had to go one way or the other. I feel that. So I mean, we we definitely have room for some some records to come out on MCMI records, you know, some oh, Mike Hans projects. We we should talk about that behind the scenes, you know. And on the play front, there's definitely yeah, some seeds that have been planted going down that road. So I'm excited about that, you know, 100. Yeah. percent I'd be because again, for me, the music is the culture. It's not just the you know the genre, and there's certain people that are staples in the culture. And if you don't attach yourself or find yourself somewhere somewhere aligned with certain figures within a certain circle, then you're not really inducted into that circle. Right. You understand right. what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm very, you know, the whole pyramid grind, the whole EOW grind, the whole um, Lyricist Lounge grind, the whole, you know, George Washington Square Park grind, all the way back to, to you know, Blitz. Man, I found pictures from 91 talent shows, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. And so, you know, this this are all you, mad skinny. <laughs> we like teenagers. <laughs> Extremely slim, but it was one of those. It was one of those things that if you don't pair up or or at least align yourself with certain parts of a foundation, then there's no way that you're part of the structure. You know, right? Yeah, and that's always the goal for me. It was never about the monies and things like that. Like you know, like I know, we all have different skill sets. This is our culture. This is this is a part of our love. This is the passion. The skill sets is where the finances come from. Now, if we can pull right. finances out of the passion, so be it. Right. You know, a lot of well, people. You, you definitely, people you're part of what you're describing with all that, with Lyricist Sounds, EO Dub, all these different locations. You're talking about the New York scene, New York hip hop scene, the New York underground hip hop scene. And a lot of times people will tell me, like, oh, you heard of my boy? He's an artist. His, his name is such and such, and he got this joint. You know, he's in the underground New York. And I go, who? And they tell me, and I'm like, did he have a different name before? I'm like, nah. And I'm like, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to diss people when they tell me that. So I don't say nothing. But in my mind, I'm going like, okay. If he was big on the, under, the quote, New York underground scene, we would have known it. He would have had to go through one of these places, EO Derrick, Lounge. He would have performed at Pyramid or SOBs, you yep. know, with certain, he would have been in like- certain battles or something that I would have heard of that one of our people within our network of MCMI and everybody else that we're down with. You know, you you had to have done something with Poison Pen involved or something. You know what I mean? There's certain, the New York underground scene. Yep. So, you can tell me you're going to Great Adventures, and I, I'll believe you if that's what you're telling me you're doing. But if you can't tell me that you've passed the Molly Pitcher rest stop, then you're probably on the Golden State. <laughs> you're not really on the turnpike headed to Great Adventures. Don't want me there, bro. You know what I mean? Right. If you're not passing these certain places, you know, the Kelly Porter, the, the Molly Pitcher, you're not passing me. It's not – I'm, I'm, I'm sad to tell you you're lost. Yeah, you're, right. you're not and it's not, 
and we're not being elitist because we're not trying to say like, oh, you have to know us or whatever. But mm-hmm. you should be known by Mozzie, by us, by you, by somebody on, on the scene, by Dan Castro that does these things. Yeah. Not because we're somebody big or important, but because we're out there every day. We're in this scene. So let me make it even There's more no way one of us will not see you if you're doing something in New York. Underground let me get more know? humble. I've spent way more time as a fan of that team than I have as, quote, unquote, a notable within that team. So how about I can say the same thing. If I haven't heard of you, and these are the only showcases I go to, these are the only performances I go to, these are the only venues I frequent, then something's wrong. And I I collect these trading cards, you know what I mean? I I would have had you. So I'm not saying you're not moving. You might be doing 80 miles an hour, and I respect it. But if you're telling me you're going to Great Adventures and you haven't passed these things or these people, (laughs) You're lost, dog. You're moving, but you're moving in the wrong direction. That's a pretty great analogy. So, Mike, you got this project out now, right? Say you mm-hmm. may know the software. Yes, sir. Which is uh, downloadable at AudioMac. Is there anywhere else that people can get it? AudioMac. Um, they uh, salute Kevin Nottingham, Stupid Dope, and um, Hip Hop DX, and Two Dope Boys. Everybody's pretty much supported it, which has been a blessing for me. Yeah, right. this is all a new experience. So I'm I'm crossing these streets for the first time. So I'm I'm, I'm elated that they're they jumped on board. So that's a blessing. So it's right. so let crazy, me, man. Let me get my plug in there. Everybody who wants to check this out and any links to any videos or or where they can download it, etc. And see the artwork can go to mcmireport.com because we have two of those songs up there. We have. The joint that we played with Sean Price, and we have all I know featuring Rock This Monster yes, and DJ Modesty. Yes, so, 100%. You know? so, so just search that me. on MCMI, yeah. and all the links will be there, plus Twitters and all that stuff. So, we yeah, all want to connect. The MCMI. You know, I went into the first record we do, I, I got to use the MCMI. People call me hands. I got to do that. Because when Blitz nice. did it, I thought it was so dope. And it just felt like you were down at that point. So, yeah, I'm, I'm 100%. <laughs> MC and my, you know, oriented. Yeah, exactly. man, that would definitely, definitely be hot. And we need a drop from you, you know, for this show, so you can throw that in there, too, the MCMI people call me, Mike Hands, and then, you know, give us a, a MCMI radio drop, you know? 100%, and gotcha. Now you're part of our history. So, uh, hey, Mike, a, mm-hmm. hold on one second. This this project is extensive. Like, you really went in. You got... How many tracks? There's over 20 tracks, like 20, 23. 20 tracks. 23 tracks on this joint, man. And the the amount of features that you got on here and the quality of the features that you got on here are pretty crazy. Like, you know, like we said, you got Rock, you got Ruck, you got Mims, you got Lady Luck. You got Big Daddy Kane? Yeah, baby. That, I mean, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that was, you know what I mean? Like, for me, personally, in order to get the message across that I was going for, when I committed to to, to using so many features, which was the whole um, I bought hip-hop with me concept that I've been pushing. And, right. You know, it was either it was either going to be G-Rap, Rakim, or Kane. If it wasn't one of those three, then I, I still had a ton of work to do and a few people to meet, you know what I mean? So right. The fact that I was able to land it, which was so surreal for me, when the verse actually came back and he called me to ask me if I was okay with it. Do you know how crazy that sounds? Like, am I okay with it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are you, are you kidding me? Am I okay with it? But um, yeah. so humble. And, like, we, we had such a, a nice, long set of conversations about just, just you know, the, the, the most meaningful jewelry. You know, he's just dropping jewels left and right. 
and, and giving me pointers and, and really taking an interest in the conversation and the road that I was taking. So recently, after the record, um, I didn't get a chance to speak to him and let him know the reaction to the record because he was on the yeah. road in Japan and some other things. They came to New York. You know, he has the band. So they came to New York and they performed at the Blue Note. So I went to the show, and in the green room, I got a chance to let him know. And that's all he, all he could say was, now, that's all I was after. And I told him, you know, thank you, people. So that's all, that's all I was after. That made yeah. me feel like, you know what, it was bigger than a feature, you know? That's what's up, man. That's hip hop. Yeah. That's no doubt. This is about, man. So, so Mike, we're going to talk some more, but we just wanted to, you know, get talk a little bit about the music and, uh, you know, get the, the audience to understand why you're up on the show. And this is like, this is talent that's out right now. If you want to support people doing it now, you named a bunch of veteran spitters, Lady Luck, Legends, Big Daddy Kane, but who, who's really doing it right now? Mike Hand, and um, if you've never uh, heard his stuff before, although you probably have if you listen to radio, you know, uh, XM or Sirius, stuff like that, because it's just based off of the songs you have out now, and if you haven't, go pick up the new project. I'm going to play that first joint uh, featuring Rock is Monster. We're going to come back, and then, you know, we're just going to build. You were talking a lot of deep stuff, skill sets, other things. You do more than just hip-hop and more than just rap, so we can come back and talk about that. Cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and then uh, we'll we'll talk about that with Icon too because you guys are you don't know each other but you know you, you both have a lot of interesting skill sets. So right now uh, this is Stay Giving It Up. Uh, this is uh, All I Know featuring Rock This Monster and DJ Modesty, right? You're yes, sir. And, uh, and we didn't we didn't give we didn't give you your uh, recital crowd applause on the entrance because you know you just jumped out of the conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, MC My Radio in the house here, Mike Hands. This is all I know featuring Rockness. Yeah. MC My Hands. Like you bring an 88 back. This is all I know. All I know is trying to move on the ass, making holes out of half, trying to make a way for this ass. This is all I know. All I know is trying to change within, change the place that I live, trying to feed the family. Worth a pound of cure. With that in mind, stay from round and fraud. I lay down my law, clown, I draw line and ground on cross up. They go to sound so awesome, but let that listen. I ain't been frontin', I shouldn't have to start slapping fraud. This ain't real, it's a month after March. Not with all the flashing cross, slashing watch the casket, all you faggot cross. Ain't no point guarding, giving the pass to y'all. That's sacking boy, in the building, we can have a brawl, I have a ball. I've been crashing balls before I had a call. I'm about it and cash balls, say I changed laughing jaw. Y'all can miss me with all that bullshit, pass it off. Back out the back of college, I call it the Tasha Mac. It's not a game, we're a computer shit, and march it back. So hyper fans think I do blow, I'm not with that, I blow L's and gun dope. Homie the one that got it hard for y'all to breathe, but he collapsed in your lungs. 
peace, oppression, suppressing the peace extra. Leaning on the gully, it's cool that I want extra. Your boy Brooklyn, and he holding his own. About to come and cross nation without Shay on the phone. Tell all them, got these grown daddies home, now be easy. You got to witness Jesus walk without Jesus. Believe me, I'm that tight. What's left when I get right? Some airbags with blood on the chair while it is headlight. Now go and get your head together. The legs are some in the leathers. A 40 Kelly Beretta that I'm trying to start a letter. Me and Rock on the block in the beast animals. Brown villains, black bush eats the game animals. Up off the bench and in the game ever since. Until the jerseys and the rats will go hard in the pit. All I know, all I know is trying to move on the ass, making holes out of half, trying to make a way for the stand. All I know, all I know is trying to change within, change the place that I live, trying to feed the fans. All I know, all I know is now the game is hot, lots of lanes on the block, giving up the place to All I know, then I ain't trying to be afflicted or fall. It's someone holding on, shaking and rolling. Yes, we are back. But I want that first joint that set it off for my cans with uh with Helter Skelter. That was the one with um Rockness, right? Yeah. That was the um actually it's ironic how that happened. That, um I had just started my relationship with Alter Beats and Alter Prod over in France that you know, with DJ Modesty and been doing a lot of heavy from you know, production work with us. And that was a collab that we kinda of both thought would be really dope. And because I had just spent the prior year doing a lot of work with Rock, you know, on his project, it was kind of an easy fit. You know, I told him I needed him, he came through, and we worked it out. Well, when you say work that you did with Rock on his project, I mean, a lot of people might say you mean you were rhyming on his albums or what, you know. But what tell tell the people what other work you do, because I know that you're involved in film and fashion, and you have a label and all that, but give them, give them the specifics. Well, I do, you know, my background is in fashion, which is how me okay. and Bliss actually met originally. You know, we we have artistic backgrounds, so we cross paths in school. And then um, yeah. I, I ended up going into the fashion field as a day job. So, you know, I designed, you know, with Sean John, Cross Color, Cough, and I, Azori, a few other brands, you know, as an intern designer. And then I became a staff designer and then a head designer. And then I ended up becoming a head designer at Pepsi. So that and my graphic, you know, abilities, kind of helped me stay in the game in the meantime while I was getting my chops up, you know, as far as being an artist. So I would right. try close to the game by either doing artwork for everyone. Most most recently I worked on the Triple F Life, you know, Waka artwork. That was one of the more recent projects that I did work on as far as industry and labor work goes. Okay. And then uh, I've done, you know, web work and things of that nature for, you know, just a whole slew of individuals. So, you know, that graphic support, um, visual support, my marketing background. You know, I did A&R work over at Gangland for a while. So, you know, all of that are things that I lend to the people in my circle. 
and, right. and to help them, you know, complete the circle of team behind them to get whatever they got going on going. So we kind of support each other that way. So that's that's kind of what I meant by working on Rock's project. Um, I'm actually, you know. So what I, were you what were you working on with them? Like, were you doing promotion? Were you doing graphics? Yeah, the draft. He has the Monster Mondays um, brand that he's been putting together, where he's putting out all of the. Um, he did 44 Monster Mondays every Monday for 44 weeks. So right. that, that was crazy. Yeah, some of those he recorded, you know, at my studio. Or, um, like, there's been times that we've come in at the, like, Eddie Kane Jr., like, 5.30 in the morning, he's at the house laying verses, and then we jump in the cab and shoot in the city to, like, Dan the Man and Master and mix it so that it's out by 9. Nice. But you, sometimes you can't do that alone. You need people around you to keep the motivation going, you know? Right. Yeah. We tried to feature a bunch of those. I think we put three or four up, but four, we couldn't get them up once every week for 44 weeks. That yeah, was a crazy project. You know, it's funny. The, the Monster Monday series is one of the series that actually helped bring me to the table um, as far as, on a, I, guess, I guess I would say on a pro level, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, with blogs are paying attention, um, mm-hmm. I think nature, uh, I did a record with Rock called All, I, um, All Things Monster. Right. And that made it to the Monster Monday. And then there's a record I did with Rock called uh, Watch What You Say. It was me, Rock, and Light from um, Bush Babies. And hmm. that, that made it on to Monster Monday as well. And then, of course, then it was the Shabam record. But they, you know, Rock has always kind of opened the door to show love. So anywhere I could help him, be it marketing or promotion or design work, I was always on deck for that. Right. Sounds like uh, you, you um, were able to use your skill sets to get that, get your other passion of yourself as an artist in the door, and, um, you know, all those things are going to help you. Of course, you you got design on lock. You, you also film videos, right? Yes, yes, the video so, is the film company. So we, a lot of guys starting out, they have a problem trying to get other people to help them with their videos. You, That's one of the things you specialize in, so this gives you a leg up on your, you know, on your own career as an artist, I'm sure, you as well as the graphic design and all that. You run into a space in this game where it's either you're going to, spend a million dollars to play nice with a lot of people or going to use that time that you would take to put the million dollars together and read a book or or, or something and, and, and try to enhance your personal skill set, which also opens up an, another revenue stream. Once you can get enough to do it for yourself, you get enough to do it for somebody else. Right. Yeah, man. In this day and age, in the way that, you know, music industry is, you, you can't just do one thing. You know what I mean? you gotta you got to have other uh, talents in order to push yourself to where you want to be. And, you know, and even if you have somebody else doing those things for you, you want to be able to, you know, lead them in the direction that you want that you want it to go. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's definitely a plus. And I always think that, you know, most, the greatest artists, the greatest musical artists are always talented in other uh, fields of art, whether it be, you know, drawing or, you know, production, whatever it is. Like an artistic person is an artistic person, and they can do many things, and and they need to you know put that out there so that their careers can get to where they need them to be. You know, across mediums, it really doesn't matter. I think every good writer, you know, is a good artist on some way if they decide to put pad to pen or so and so on and so forth. Or most people right. that are great with instruments are pretty good with color and arrangement. They probably are great with floral. You never know. But to me, if you're an artist, the, the, your weapon of choice doesn't really matter when it's about expressing yourself. 
Yeah. So empty track and a blank canvas are the same thing. It right. all depends so it seems, on what you prefer. It seems like you were smart in that you figured I'm going to go into fields that I can make money, you know, and I can uh, you know, do good art in these other ways and all the things that I'm gonna be doing will also now that I have those skills, will be helping me when I'm ready to launch my artist career. You know, so rather than like, oh, I'm going to go get a job at the post office to pay the bills or something, you know, and then I'll do my music. No, you're doing all things that are related to your music that mm-hmm. are that are now helping you because you did that work for people in boot camps. So you made that connection, or you understand how to do design work, so you, your own designs will come out hot. All that stuff, your engineering. You know, even though you might use an engineer like Blitz said in the studio, you have another professional there doing it, but you know what you're looking for in the mix because you've studied this as an artist and, you know, as a professional already. So that's kind of interesting. So you came to your art through your other skills and what you do to to get bread. You know what I mean? To make important. So for me, I got tired of people waiting on people or people waiting for me to have to justify myself to them before they feel that I'm worthy to help or worthy to work with. I, I just didn't think that was necessary when I know I lend my skill set to everybody. You understand what I mean? And um, rather than get mad, because truth be told, no one owes me anything. No one owes me anything. So people can have all right to behave and, and harbor themselves any way they want to. So I couldn't feel the yeah. way, but it did prompt me to say I can either sit on the end of the bench with a with a, a, a Game Boy while the game is going on, or I, I can study the playbook and watch every single play, study every single player, so when it's time for me to get on this floor, right. I have no intention of getting off. Right. Well, sounds like it's working for you. Um, the phone lines are lighting up. We're, we're not ready to take callers yet, but we will in just a couple of minutes. Um, keep listening. Those of you, we see you. I see a couple of 718s. I see 2347, 813. I see you, 203. Um, that's, uh, I think, is that Philly? I don't know. But, you know, we got you guys. I know you might have some questions or you might want to talk about what we've been talking about. We're on live with. Mike Hands, we've been playing um, reruns the last two weeks. We played some past episodes that we thought, you know, were getting a lot of downloads were popular, and some people hadn't heard them, so we ran them again. But we're back live, uh, GMS and LR Blitzkrieg, MCMI Radio. Yeah. If you'd like to call up and join in the conversation, 646-478-3599. You know, our motto, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk. Um, I, I want to bring in... Our next uh, guest, we're going to keep Mike Hands in the house, and we're going to talk about some issues and stuff in hip-hop later, but let's bring in Icon, the Mike King. Um, he's, you know, an interesting dude. He, he's a really good MC, and he also has some other skill sets that we will be talking about. So you use that word. You got me in, into that now, Mike Hands. That was a great way to put it, you know. So um, let's, let's bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's... Icon, the Mike King. What up? What up? What's going on, Jay? How you doing, man? We're chilling. We're doing, doing good. Right. Great yeah, to have you, you on the I, show. I've been really enjoying this conversation y'all been having with Mike Hands, man. He sounds like he has a great head on his shoulders. I enjoy the music, too, man. Salute, Barry. Salute. I appreciate that. You know, we did our preliminary pleasantries on the email, too, so I appreciated that as well. 
Yeah, no doubt, man. And I, I've been sitting here listening to you, looked you up on LinkedIn. Like, we definitely have some common things we could talk about. I don't to say no more. That's what we're into. Well, Icon, um, let's get the people to know a little bit about you because I, I've known you from being a Philly dude, and now you live in Brooklyn. So were you born in Brooklyn and moved out there or somewhere else that I don't even know, or are you originally from Philly? <laughs> no, I was born and raised mostly in Philadelphia. Um, okay. I just moved to Brooklyn like a year and a half ago. But my pops is from uptown, so it's like I've always been in New York. I've, I've always like when people call me a Philly Yorker, like, you know what I mean? I've always been up here. So it wasn't much of a big deal when I moved. Everybody's like, oh, about time, you know what I mean? Right. So when you were coming up on, on the underground hip-hop scene, were you basically part of the Philadelphia movement? Did you make trips to New York because your pops are living out here? Like, tell us a little bit yeah. about your experiences. I mean, it, it was a combination of a few things, you know what I mean? Like, I was I was involved in the Philly scene, um, I went to Howard University, so I was involved in the D.C. scene. And then, obviously, I was pretty involved up here, too. And then I was just touring a lot. So, you know, I was, I was kind of cross-pollinating in a lot of different scenes, if you will. Right. So um, let's let's uh, rock one of your joints. Tell us about this Art of War with Self. That joint, that's probably one of my favorite joints that I've done in that style, like the real dense lyricism you know, matching complete sentences on the syllables. And I was just like, you know, really, really focused on literally that, the art of war with self. Like the things you go through with yourself in your mind, you're just trying to like figure out who you are, where you're at in your world and all that type of stuff. And I had this really hard beat that um, Chum from the Demigods gave to me. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to just go in and, and black out on some MC stuff and, you know, just let them there. And that's the track that you got. All right, cool. Let's listen to this, and we'll come back, and uh, you tell us more. And uh, right. we'll, we'll continue this real hip-hop, real talk going on MCMI Radio, GMS, and LR Blitzkrieg. We got Mike Hands in the building. We got Icon, the Mike King. Call us up, 646-478-3599. We'll be taking your questions and comments in a little while. Stick with us. Right now, Art of War with Self. There's a war going on inside, no thought is safe from transforming its orbit, absorbing, forming its makeup. Passion masters are dragging the door with formative face drum. Blossom season, fire breathing, scorching the frame, shut the frame, cut. Samurai's latest emotion, they're in this logic, pixelated in the veins of a ghost was. Casting shame on a shogun, assassinated in a castle, naked, slain with a throat cut. Laid in his own blood, his butterflies, cut a bars, raining a gold dust. The show shit power of a lotus flower, painting a cold run. Matter of fact, matter of fact, 
but trapped inside a crack Cause my loving rap would die then When the glass of lightning bolts grow old And nurture nature tip off the iceberg And submerge the glacier ignoring the now Obsessed with the perfect later Absorbing the night earth and dawson the howling Merging day to light bursts from different signatures Cause trying to sing the color blue Wonderful offers now revealing other hues Don't excuse and obstruct the views That alliance like pins the clash with sight and strike When it's both at the light Who we have as one of our special guests live in studio today? Yes, sir. And uh, you said that was produced by some the Spiller Gorilla of the Demigods. He works with like Apathy and dudes like that. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Shout out to Demigods. So, um, is that a new joint, or is it a has it been out a while? Is it part of a certain project? You know what? We did that, and I never actually put it out. Like I was ending a bunch of shows with it. And, you know, obviously with the jumping bass part, like, people go crazy over that part. So yeah, it's was, been a, you know, something that's just been a tough that I never really put anywhere. So, I so you're saying that's an MCMI exclusive? Yeah, that's an exclusive that's, for you. Nice. Okay, you guys heard it here. Um, so it's possible to come out in the future. Yeah. On a project. Yeah. So uh, why don't you tell us um, about 
basically what other projects or, you know, features you've been on and things like that. If if people want to check them out, look them up online, yeah, so, what can they go to look for? Icon to Mike King. Yeah, me and Chum did a record. Um, you know, it's called Kool-Aid, uh, C-O-L-A-I-D-E. If you just Google that, you can find it or whatever. And it, it's like a bunch of, like, you know, kind of up-tempo stuff that we did. And the record I just played you is, like, the antithesis of that, obviously. You know, it's, like, real dense, heavy lyricism, hard, dark beat. But we wanted to make, like, a really fun record. So we did, you know, two records, really. We put out one called Kool-Aid, and then we put out, like, a, all the joints that we didn't want to put on Kool-Aid, and we called it Flavor-Aid. Because I don't know if y'all <laughs> in New York, but Flavor-Aid was, like, the bootleg Kool-Aid. So we did that, and then that record had, like, um, Slug from Atmosphere on it, had my man Haas Low, and it had Elza from Slum Village on it. So both of those records is out there. Um, I mean, obviously, I got a ton of other stuff that I've done. If you just search for me, you can easily find it. So I I think that we're on a record together. Are you on the EFAM album? Yeah, I'm on that on obligatory. Yeah, you yeah. on obligatory posse cut. It was just like yeah. 16 people on that. For those that don't know, it's a, it's a spoof record. It's a dope beat, and the rhymes are dope. But we're, it's kind of like making fun of how everybody has a posse cut on their album with all their friends. EFAM is a group with four people on it already. You got Tone Deaf, you got Pac FM, uh, who else on there? Session and Substantial. And then they did Obligatory Posse Cut, OPC. And they hollered at a whole bunch of us, all their fam. And we yeah, had like eight bars. Ten, PH, you guys. Chameleon, all types of people, yeah. PH, oh man, go go check that out if y'all want to hear something pretty funny, and it's a dope record. But uh, yeah, so I got my eight on there. I, I know you got your eight on. Yeah. I remember, I remember your verse. So you, you know, you have a, a good uh, delivery because it's memorable. You said something about what would Icon say, something like that. <laughs> and that was a long yeah, time ago, but I'm yeah, like, we was all, funny, we was all like making fun of like how other people were writing and everything, and I was like, yeah, everybody's writing a verse. Like, what would I kind of say on this track? It was funny. Word. So, um, what's interesting is we were talking to Mike, and we were saying how you know that that's kind of ill. He approached his artistry through his other skill sets, through what he got into as a professional, which is fashion and graphic design and production and engineering and uh, video, videography, you know, stuff like that. Like, he's doing that for other people in the industry, and he's making a living like that while he's developing his songs and figuring out how he's going to come out as an artist. And now that's helping him as an artist to, to develop himself to work on his own projects and all the connections he's made through that. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. I know that a lot of people don't, know this about you even if they're fans of Icon to Mike King's music they don't realize that Mike King that is your name right Mike yeah King, it is, it is. You, you're out there in the industry also doing this um, basically you can tell the, the people a little bit more but I know you do online marketing for a lot of really big companies and you're like one of the top people out there why don't you tell them a little bit about that yeah no doubt I mean my situation is kind of backwards you know I kind of like I was already doing marketing in my own music stuff and then kind of fell into digital marketing, you know, in the real world, I guess you would say. And right now I, I run marketing and strategy for an internet marketing agency. And what we specifically do is called uh, search engine optimization. 
So basically right. when people want to be number one on Google, they hit me up and we make it happen. And I've been doing this for like uh, seven years now. And okay. you know, I've worked for huge brands like Ralph Lauren. I've uh, worked for, you know, LG, like the, the computer, excuse me, uh, monitors and stuff like that. Um, okay. I've worked for Johnson & Johnson, like a ton of huge brands. And right. it, it, it's a lot of fun because, you know, I learn a lot from this that I can filter back into my rap career. So, like, for right. example, I was just talking to my dude, Awar, and he was like, how do I get, um, you know, the agency group or Windish or whoever it is, whatever booking agency he's trying to reach out to, to, like, get back to me? And I was right. like, well, you know, there's a lot of easy ways to do that that most, you know, music heads don't know about. So, but I told him what you should do is just make some sort of like demo reel or like some sort of video where you're directly talking to them and you're showing off who you are, you're showing off how packed your shows are, this, that, and third, and then target them with like ads on LinkedIn and Facebook. So you can specifically hmm. put these things right in front of these people and they'll see it and they'll be like, who is this guy and why don't we already know about him? And then they'll then why wow. did he get back to you? You know what I mean? That's gems, you're dropping gems on the audience right now. A lot yeah, of I mean, artists that, are listening and their minds are going to get blown. You guys, you got to pay for knowledge like this. you got a free one right there. Yeah. And, Continue, and like, my man. <laughs> everybody else is sitting there mailing their, their demo tapes and sending emails to people at unsolicited and everything. If you do stuff through digital marketing, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get your stuff out there exactly who you want to get them to. So a lot of people are like, you know, how do I get on Two Dope Boys and Not Right and all this other stuff. I don't know if you guys noticed, but they have ads all throughout all those sites because they know that they get X amount of traffic, and that traffic is worth money to people. So I can right. easily go into Google AdWords and put one of my ads on their site for a lot less than they would most likely charge me directly. So that type of stuff like helps. And they they might not even respond to your email because they get one thousand emails a day of people begging them to put their stuff up. Exactly. You know how much like I can do do that right now. I can do that right now through Google, and it'll cost me like you know anywhere between twenty five cents to five dollars a click. Now I know if I contact them directly, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, I need X amount of G's up front. But I can do this myself without talking to anybody, and put it up for as long as I want to. So right. knowing knowing stuff like that is actually really helpful. Allows you, lets you like not have to navigate politics in certain situations, and you can go directly to the people you're trying to hit. So it, it's been that's, really valuable for me to um, know this type of stuff for music. But what's amazing is rather than you learning that because of your job and then using that to promote yourself as an artist, you learned that because you were an artist promoting yourself and putting your music out there and being independent. And all these things that you knew from, you know, doing that, you then turned into a career, like you said, working for Ralph Lauren, Johnson & Johnson. There's big money in this. So hip-hop and being an artist – started you off in developing your skill set. I know you went to college and, you know, and also studied this stuff, but it's kind of interesting how you 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 brought it full circle like that from the MCing perspective or not even MCing, any artist, from anybody, you know, trying to come out as an artist and needing to understand these things and then taking that understanding and, you know, making it big in, in the other world, as we say. I yeah, won't say I the mean, real world, I, but the corporate world, you know. Yeah, the other world. I'm sorry for saying the real world. I don't want to downplay <laughs> what the music industry is. But 
you know, I didn't go to school for marketing. I went to school for computer science, and I didn't really learn anything in school because I already knew how to program a computer. So what I do now really has doesn't have that much to do with what I knew from school. And the funny thing is the, the, the key skills that I was able to bring over from music isn't just, you know, learning how to market myself or um, how to market in general, fun marketing myself, but that – that being on stage actually helped me transcend a lot of things in this space too. So I, I spent a lot of time like traveling the world, giving talks at conferences and, you know, mm. I always bring the, the performance element to the talks at conferences. Like people really like to see me at conferences and that helps me get more clients and so on and so forth. But for example, right. I went to a, a marketing conference in July of last year and, you know, everybody else just gets up, they start giving their speech or what have you. I came out with a DJ, and we had, like, a kinetic typography video, like, behind me. I came wow. out there, and I started rapping over the Mad Men theme music. I was dressed in a suit. I was, like, you know, on some straight-up Don Draper stuff. And and I just, like, you know, blacked out with a verse real quick. And the <laughs> lyrics are all up there, and they're like, what is happening right now? And then I get into my dope. talk, and it was it was a lot of fun, you know. So that's crazy, man. That's dope. So I mean, this is why, like people say, we need to have a lot of uh, funding for arts and schools. This is another example. Like performing on stage gives you school gives you skills that help you in business. You know? Absolutely. Like now Absolutely. you have a presence. You understand reading the audience. You understand charisma, showmanship, timing, not going on for too long, and all this stuff. You know. Besides just how to hold a mic, if you're an MC, you know, how to project and all that. You know, but it could be with any kind of performance, whether you do poetry, theater, singing, whatever, you know. That yeah, gives you I mean, an advantage in the boardroom, not just on stage, you know. Absolutely. And and we actually just relaunched our website at my job, you know, this week. And today we actually had an interview with Tone Deaf. Like he and I sat down and just talked about music and then music marketing. Because obviously he's a, he's a creative director at Nielsen. So, he does okay. um, web ads all day, and he's, like, really good at it. Like, people copy wow. him and stuff. So right. we were sitting there talking about all this different stuff, and we were saying, like, you know, to get your music heard is, like, one of the hardest things in the world. And then when you, you know, actually have a marketing budget and you you can easily place things in front of the right people, it's like, this is this is all you need me to do? Like, this is easy. <laughs> in comparison, you know what I mean? Like they want me right. to get speeches on marketing. I don't have to make it rhyme. Like it's it's incredibly easy after doing something as hard as you know making music and trying to put it out there. And and also as hard as holding an audience. If you're an, an artist that's not known in that town, or no, not if you're on your own tour, but if you're opening or you know you're you're, you're trying to present something and you've got to win. The audience, you've got to convince them. You know your song is dope, but they don't know you now. You have to present it. And yeah. once you can do that, you know, you know you can convince anyone of anything anywhere. Yeah, and I do a lot of pitching. Like, we'll, we'll come up with, like, a creative idea or something to that effect. Like, we have to convince somebody to work with us or convince them to do something. And it's so much easier than it would have been had I been, like, a kid that went to business school and, you know, I had to go to class in suits and things of that nature. I never wear a suit. I come to the office and in jeans and sneakers and a T-shirt. I'll go to, um, you know, a meeting a little more dressed up than that. And I, I just have this 
attitude of a performer that, you know, sets me apart, allows me to stand out, and allows me to convey my ideas in a way where I'm, like, kind of fearless about it. It's like, look, I know this is good. I know I can explain it to you the right way, and I know we can do this. So there's a certain amount of confidence that you get from being a rapper that you, that normal people in the business area just don't get. And, I mean, you might have seen, like, videos of, Jay-Z in the boardroom where he's meeting with dudes, like, it's just like that. He has that presence. He has that aura where they're like, you know, who is this guy? I mean, they don't say who is this guy, but I'm going to listen to this guy because he has that presence. And I think that's the same thing that I bring to the boardroom, and it it works out really well. Right. Cool. So let's take a couple of callers. Um, I see a couple more people lighting up the boards, 570. We we see you. We're going to get you on in just a second. Um, but we have someone that called in that, you know, he, he's part of uh, the station over here that we're on, which is called Six Man Radio. I, I see him, you know, on the check-in lurking, you know. I think he wants to come in and speak to you. He's been listening to our conversation for a while, and, uh, you know, we're going to bring him in right now. I hope he's paying attention. <laughs> My brother from the plague, <laughs> the bad seed, just say what up one time. It was good, bro. What's good? What's good, bro? Tell you know, I, I see you. I see you listening to the show tonight. And uh, what do you think about uh, you know what we're talking about? The whole influence of your art and your your skill set that you get from being an artist and how that works in other businesses and translates to. I definitely agree. I, I agree. I think it adds to to the the hustle mentality. You got to be able to know how to do that. You know, you have to be self-contained. You know, you can't you can't rely on everybody to do everything for you. You know, that's why like the the, the best like homie said earlier. He said the best artists are the ones who can also produce and you know maybe act and you know the, all of these things come into play and that's what makes a true artist. That's why when people, when you hear them say people like, like no knock to, to niggas like Chief Keep or whatever, but when they say, yo, Chief Keep is this, that, and the third, it's like, wow, are you serious? Right? Come on, man. Dude is a clown to me. You know? <laughs> right, right. But you feel me? But, so I agree. I definitely agree. So salute to y'all, man. And yo, man, homie. Uh, yo, the, the icon. Uh, wait, yo, what, the, what's homie name? It's, yeah, it's Icon the Mike King. I call him the Mike King. Yo, salute to you, B. Yo, from listening, you you sound very intelligent, man. Very I appreciate that, man. And and you're gonna go a long way, brother. Salute. I appreciate that. Right back at you, man. I've I've been listening to you for a long time, so I appreciate oh, that. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> Speaking of listening Speaking to that, show. he got a show on Saturdays, and uh, what's coming up tomorrow, man? Oh, before I even get into that, I got an announcement to make. I'm dropping my mixtape. It's called Stevie J Face. I'm dropping that on the <laughs> 22nd of this month. Nice. You know, okay. So, you know, it's just it's just a little seven songs. I'm throwing it out real quick. But it, just in the meantime, while I'm working on my last album, Choreography. So I'm throwing that out there real quick for y'all. Choreography because my name is Corey. For y'all that don't know, you know, this is... Nice. That's it. That's so, you know, we're going to go That's out with the shebang bang. All right. So, so first, tomorrow, Stevie J Face. Yeah, Stevie J Face, April 22nd, which is also the same day Love of Hip Hop Atlanta come on. Nice. <laughs> 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 
Marketing, promotion. Come on, Pete. <laughs> Here Come we on, go. Man. That's how we <laughs> do it. See, is great with that. Yeah, man. So and, what's um, good, man? Six Man Radio tomorrow. Six Man Saturday. Radio, yo. We we definitely in cooking? the building. We are the home of adult contemporary hip-hop and grown and sexy R&B. If y'all don't know, every Saturday night, 7.30 to 9.30. And tomorrow night, we have, basically, when it comes to making beats, God. DJ Premier nice. is in the building tomorrow Primo. night. 7.30. Primo is in the building, baby. So, you know, y'all make sure y'all tune in for that. It's pre-recorded. Yep. I'm going to let y'all know now it's pre-recorded. Primo talked for like an hour. I asked Primo <laughs> one question, and Primo went in for like 20 minutes. <laughs> you know I know it's all gems, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm all gems. Tomorrow. All, all, Are you going to play gems. some music? Produced by him on the show. Man, that's, that's all we playing. Team? That's all we playing all ah. night. Everything that you hear tomorrow night will be primo. Except, nice. I must play that new Jay Z record. I must play open it. letter. Yeah, I must play open letter. Even though primo ain't do it, I, it kind of pissed me off that Jay dropped that shit yesterday because I'm like, damn, I gotta play it, man. I gotta it's play it, you know, man. Yeah, we played it at the top of the show. Ah, oh, man, yo, that record is you so crazy. You talked about it and everything, yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Damn, yo, that nigga Hove, nobody fucking with Hove. I don't care. I don't care what you say. I don't care what anybody says. There's really no debate. That's it, B. That's right. it. <laughs> That's it. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of this nigga being so nice, B. That nigga's nice. <laughs> That's this it. is why me and Bad C was born the same day, because me and him usually agree on shit. Just saying. <laughs> Wait, we don't agree this time? We, I'm we saying don't agree? because I said that's why we born the same day because for the most part, we always agree on shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 so okay. you do agree on this, okay. Yeah, cool. all right, all right, yeah. Because I was just checking, like, yo, we don't agree this time? <laughs> Word up, but Because it's wild because people that I know that are Jay-Z fans, they're, they're, they're like, you know, I don't know. I'm like, nigga, do you listen to that? Are you listening? If you don't like yeah. that record, you don't pay attention to politics. You don't read the paper. You don't. You expect this nigga to just be just a little Wayne or like, nigga, you, you like, dude is talking bullshit. Like, you really got to know what he's talking about, bitch. You know what and I mean? And he always has to elevate it. Like, every, every time he comes yeah. out with something else, it's yeah. like, I got to top what I said about that was crazy Boss shit on the last joint, so you know now yeah. he's in the presidential and going to Cuba and all that. He had to. So where do you yeah. go from you know the Nets and all the other stuff he's done and yeah. you know marrying Beyonce and all that? So you know he managed what? to actually pull another one out the hat and Trump himself again. Mm-hmm. But the that. craziest part, the craziest part about that whole thing though, to me, is this is why ain't nobody fucking with Jay Z. All right, this gotcha. nigga. Went, is not supposed to go to Cuba. Nobody is. This nigga <laughs> went to Cuba. Him and his wife. <laughs> right? And probably brought the baby, too. They, right. went, they went to... Everybody went to Cuba. Like, no, I seen the picture. Yo, bust it, bust it. I seen the picture of them in Cuba with him with the mob hat on and his mom's walking behind him and B. I seen yeah. it. Right? So <laughs> check it out. They all go to Cuba. You got to get White House, White House clearance. They ain't get right. that. Oh, apparently. Right. Right. Apparently. Right. The shit was so crazy. They had to make uh, the same day. 
they had to make a fucking White House press conference saying, y'all, nah, man, he ain't getting no clearance. So then Wahov say it then. Wahov say, Obama said, chill, you go give me your pee. Right. You don't need but it anyway. Had a theory. Theory on the, he had an idea on that. Wee. Bro, that nigga, <laughs> nobody could say that, though. No, there's not a rapper on the planet Earth that can say that lyric. That's why nobody's fucking with him, B. Right, that's true. Yeah, that's it's true. Why? Because, like, like, most of the time we say, you know, L lines or whatever, but it's complete mm-hmm. hyperbole. just something you created. Right. Jay-Z right. can say an L line like that, and it's true. It's fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not even no dick riding shit. That's that's some I love hip hop and 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 I love the truth. So you put the two together, there it is, man. There it no is. Doubt. I can't even so, man, listen, that's it. And him over Primo? Oh man, Primo tomorrow night, six band radio, seven thirty to nine thirty. Primo, <laughs> yo, Primo told so many wild stories, B. I'm trying to tell you, bro. You wanna tune in, yo? He told a story. I'm gonna give you a little sneak peek, real quick, of what he said, yo. This nigga said he gave a story about kicking the door. I asked him. I said, yo, what's your favorite record between kicking the door, so ghetto, and represent? He said, wow. he said, kicking the door because that was such an emotional time. That whole shit was emotional. They were right. beefing with Bad Boy on the front. Yo, it was crazy. Y'all got to check this out tomorrow, 739, 36 Man Radio. Same back station, baby. We'll be there. <laughs> Word up. No doubt. I'm, I'm going to throw that up on my Facebook, too, for, for mm-hmm. people that are in my circles. Salute to y'all, man, and I'm going to go back in the background, finish checking y'all out, man. Y'all was doing y'all thing, man. You know, we put one in the air. I'm just chilling, man. I love what y'all do. I'm a fan of all y'all. I'm a fan of all y'all stinking asses. All y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Word up. No doubt. Man Radio. Yo, y'all make sure y'all check out Stevie. Stevie J Face is dropping April 22nd, man. Got it. All right? That's the bad seed. We out of here, yes, y'all. Radio, real hip hop, real talk. We still in the house with Mike Hands. Um, yes, sir. You know, uh, let, let's let's uh, talk a little bit about. Um, you know, we we talked about the Jay Z song a lot. You know, I don't know if there's a if we really want to beat it to death, but uh, there's also this is a busy week for controversial rappers. And when Seed said. Nobody else could say that about the White House. You know, the first person to brag about the White House was LL because he said he had the presidential Rolex. And he, I think he was the first MC or rapper invited to the White House, but I could be wrong. Could have been Easy e but I think it was LL first. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's a different relationship that Jay got. Yeah, he, he didn't that. have it like Jay, no. But, yeah, you know, he, he was the first one to try to brag, but he can't say what Jay can say at all. Oh, not at all, because, I mean, like, at the end of the day, like I said, when each time the president, you know, Bush, Reagan, Clinton, none of them had ever worked out to LL Records. You know what I mean? Yeah. They probably didn't like him. They just like, he's a celebrity. I'll invite him. We don't. We don't. Get them, but we ain't like him. Yeah. 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 Trying to get the black vote or whatever. Yeah, no but, yeah, with that LL thing, let's talk about that. Uh, have you guys heard this accidental racist? No, I have not. Uh, I, I saw something about it. I don't know the whole context. Uh, 
Well, he did right. a song with this, uh, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, country singer, and um, the song is called Accidental Racist. And um, it's it's basically them going back and forth talking about, you know, hey, I'm not a racist for this reason, and I'm not a racist for that reason. Just because I'm from the country and I rock a, a Confederate flag T-shirt, I'm not a racist. <laughs> and, you know, and... Uh, LL is on the song defending him, defending this this country guy, uh, or or giving credibility to what he's saying. Right. Um, you know, because he's like, I wear this shirt because you know I'm from the south, and this is what we do in the south. We wear, you know, this right. this flag. Whose name is Brad Paisley? For those who want to, you know, yeah, check which it to out. me is fucking ridiculous, but. Uh, the line that got most people upset is when LL says, if you forgive my gold chain, I'll forgive the iron chains. Wow. wow. And, yeah. right, that's one. Yeah. And another one I know that is a heated line, because there's more than one thing here. He also said, uh, uh, if, if you can understand my, I, I'll understand your your T-shirt, you know, with the, the red flag, if you'll overlook flag. my do-rag, right? Now, the red flag stands for murder, rape, slavery, and seceding from the Union and death, and the do-rag does not symbolize something bad like that, you know what that, I mean, in that, on that level. So people are like, come on, you're going to trade that for, like, the do-rag is offensive to white people or something? But what he tried to defend himself and explain, I think he went on uh, Leno, he was saying, like, okay, I'm not saying the two are comparable, but they're both things that the other side wouldn't understand. Like, there are young kids in the South that don't understand the full implication of the flag, and they rock it thinking it's cool or whatever, and they also don't understand the meaning or, you know, they don't understand do black people wearing do-rags, and it might scare them or they don't understand that or whatever. So you have to put yourself in other people's shoes. You have to try to understand and get the dialogue going. You know, that, that that was basically his thing was, hey, the song wasn't perfect, but it got you guys talking about these important right. issues. So my job is done, you know. Salute LL's publicist for that. That was a great response. Do I believe it? No, I don't. I think that LL is a grown-ass man, and with that said, he has more than enough understanding of the control of that pen that he waves. You understand what I mean? And if you're going to touch on a subject that's so volatile, I expected him to be a little bit more surgical with what he chose to say. Yeah, you can't just, I agree with that. You can't just say, I'm getting the dialogue rolling. You have to say, I did something to make the other side understand, understand. why what they're doing is wrong. Yeah, right. I think, or, I think, I think that's the same as like enough you... spotlight, Enough spotlight on it to bring it to the table, to dissect it, and get it down to a point of, finding out where and why it is wrong. But you can't do it unconclusively. It can't just be, I'm going to say something like gold chains and iron chains, and I don't have a hell of a metaphor to come behind that to justify where the hell I just came from. And I agree with you. I think it's the same as when Nas named his album Nigger. It's like he just opened the door for the conversation, but he didn't bring a conclusion. You didn't say anything good for our side of the conversation. or or, or, Baby guard against the (laughs) stairs. You know what I mean? Like, he opened the door but forgot to put that little gate across the top of the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> he ran out, you know, fell down the stairs. 
Right. So, you know, props for starting the conversation, but your part of it or what you said was kind of whack. That's basically my opinion. But, you know, okay, so, so now I'm looking up the lyrics to find out exactly what they say, so I'm not just going by what I heard. You know, so I'm going to read it and get into it. That part's good. If you forgive my gold chains, I'll forgive the iron chains. I'm done. That, that exact quote? Yeah, that's a big one right there that, that you know. That's done. There's nothing to do with so that. So if it's... my fashion sense offends you, and you let that slide. I'll let all that slavery go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my grand, my great, my greater grandparents are good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yo, and, and and also on a on another note that also is related to this, Rick Ross uh, released a statement saying that um, he don't condone slavery and that the streets don't condone that. And that the word like this was never no, that's, used. That's <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But, you know, I, it's funny because um, LL's verse starts with, Dear Mr. White Man, I wish you understood <laughs> what the world is really like when you're living in the hood. Do I, 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 I don't think he, you know, the hood isn't the same place that LL lived. I don't even think he realized that no more. Right. It's the same hood, bro. Like, right. you know, with, he, he's been out of the hood so long. But nothing now I'm is reminiscent of the hood about LL at this point. Right. Nothing, except with older records. Like, as actually isn't something that we know about in the, in the hood, you know? Yeah. This is crazy. I'm looking at the lyrics now because at first I was like, wait a minute. He, he didn't really say that. He said, it. He said, now my chains are gold, but I'm still misunderstood. I wasn't there when Sherman's March turned the South into firewood. Etc. But then later I see he actually in the chorus. This, yeah. this is the part with that blitz quote. Listen to this. I'm just a white man. This, you know, they're trading back and forth their bars. So the guy's saying, I'm just a white man. If you don't judge, and then LL says, if you don't judge my do-rag, and then the white guy says, uh, Pratt Paisley, coming to you from the Southland, and then LL says, I won't judge your red flag. So if you don't judge my do-rag, I won't judge your red flag. Trying to understand what it's like not to be, I'm proud of where I'm from. If you don't judge my gold chains, I'll forget the iron chains. Not even forgive, forget. And I'll just forget that happened as long as you don't get mad that I rock a lot of gold. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I hate that know. record. You needed a rewrite on that one. I hate that record. I've never heard it, but I hate it. Oh, the, the song is horrible. It's not a hip-hop song, so you're not going to like it. The, the beat, everything, the music, it, to me it sounds terrible. Now, some songs might be able to cross over. Oh, I could feel the soul in that, but I, I hate the music. It's whack. His rhyme is whack. He raps really horribly on it. Like, his actual delivery and timing oh sucks. It's not just, like, the, what he's saying is questionable or, or you know, uh, um, you know, not ethical or whatever. It's like he also sucks at the way he says it. It's not entertaining. It's a horrible rap. Yeah. It sounds off. I don't know where he's coming from with that. So he needs to release he, he a really good record right, right away to prove that he can still rap, but he's done. His career is done just on the strength that he couldn't rap. He sucks. GMS asked me to uh, load it up, and I refused. That's how bad. Yeah, don't do that. Don't don't get that one involved. I'm glad you did it because because the problem is there's like three verses of this country song and then LL raps after at the minute uh, two minutes and seventy five seconds LL starts rapping. So we're not going to go through listening to that whole song. It's really it's too long. I wish there was a snippet of a couple of lines that we could pull out, but we've read it too. You guys get the get the picture. You know. Um. So we got a caller on the line. Uh, 
I, I want to bring him on. Um, he's a Mike Hands fan. He wants to, to holler. I don't know if he has any, you know, points about these issues or if he just wants to say what up. But uh, he's from the five seven zero. Let's bring him on in. Uh, what's good? You're on the line, Jerry. Yo, what's good, from? man? Uh, I just want to put a shout out to Mike Hands and my man John Dom Jetty Cougar. Uh, said they official. I don't, I, I I have to say I love hip hop. I love rap. It's, that's that's my that's my music is my passion, man. And uh, I have to say when I when I when I hooked up, somebody put me onto them, and I and I heard some of their some of their uh, raps and shit, some of their verses. That shit was fire. But uh, I just want I, I want to put a shout out to them and uh, tell them that they're doing right and keep their heads up and uh, keep going down the right track. And uh, can I can I put something else on the air right now to uh, to, prom- to to promote something down here out of, out of here in Scranton? Well, you're in Scranton, okay? Yeah. yeah uh, do you think? Uh, uh, we're having a, a little show down here, probably about the end of May, end of, uh, beginning of June. Uh, uh, it's at the Castle in, in Scranton on Main Ave. Um, if, you, if you need any more information, uh, uh, my phone number is 570-507-0771. Um, uh, any information you guys need, just call that number, and I'll get, you, you'll speak to me directly. Um, That's kind of gangster right get, there, yeah. We I'm, get I'm thousands trying. of downloads, bro. I hope you know you don't get too yeah, flooded trying, with the calls. But if you do, that's good, I guess, for your event. Yeah, we trying. We trying to get a uh, do the barcode thing going on. So just to, just to get a couple uh, of the of the locals' names out there. To, we're gonna have an open mic and all that, and uh, uh, try to get some locals out there. We're gonna have some uh, uh, other uh, other local rappers that are gonna be on shows. But we're gonna have an open mic for people that just want to jump on stage and spit a couple verses or I something to, to some beats. Now you said. Shit. You said Scranton. Is that is that yeah, where Scranton. the show, the office, takes place? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's it's where they uh, uh, supposedly uh, that's where the, the show's supposed to be broadcast. In the plot, right? It's not where they really film yeah, it. Probably, it's, right? Yeah, it's not really here. They just showed it downtown near the Steamtown Mall and all that. Cool. But I, I've been through Scranton because uh, I I took some trips around to uh, look at some uh, underground railroad uh, historical sites and houses that were used by Harriet Tubman, and I passed through Scranton on that journey, and I also passed through on the way to Canada when I was driving. I was like, yeah. oh, actual Scranton, cool spot, you know, a little town. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, 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 a, it's, a little, it's, a, it's a small town, but it's a... Uh, it's a small town, but it's like it's a big city. There's a lot of people that are over top of each other, so there's a lot of uh, people. So that there's all all kind of different kind of races. You know what I mean? Not not the you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Trying to get all kind of diversities around and trying to get a little bit of everybody everybody's name right. out there. And, you know? No doubt. So just trying to get just trying to get a few names out here. Hopefully, I can try to finish talking to uh, Mike Hands after the show. Uh, uh, Later and talk to him, get him more information. Trying to get him to come down here and see what's up with well, him. And, so, well, while uh, we're on that topic, Mike, um, Jerry, good looking. I'm, I'm yeah, going to you You already know. I, I'm going to ask Mike to give his uh, info. If people want to holler at you, you know, what's your preference? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. How do they follow? I like them all. I freak with them all. I was listening to with with the Mike King said. And it's about, you know, the whole search engine op- optimization and just social network optimization. So you, you have to have all those windows up, have a tweet deck or something going on where you can handle all of your social networking because everybody's preferences are different. I have a lot of friends on Facebook that don't tweet at all, you know. So right. on Twitter, it's at Mike Handler, M-I-C-H-A-N-D-L-E-R. On Instagram, it's at Mike Hands, M-I-C-H-A-N-D-Z. On Facebook, forward slash Mike Hands. On Tumblr, 
MikeHands.tumblr.com. Um, the label site is Them Recordings, which I haven't even got a chance to get into, but it's Them, T-H-E-M, Recordings.com. And then the artist site is MikeHands.com. No doubt. So, so uh, you know, we're going to get into some more Mike Hands and Icon the Mike King music. And I also, just to let the listener know, I got a lot, I have a whole bunch in the crate right now. Some Swave Seva, some Billy Dan, some Can Ox. Whoa. LP, Killer Mike, Carter now, uh, some some little fame joints produced by Marco Polo, a new joint, Pusha T, Ari the Rugged Man. We're going to go in in a minute, some Torrey, but we're definitely going to rock a bunch of uh, Mike Hands and Icon and Mike King music because there's some more bangers that we got loaded up. Um, before we get into that, we can still come back and uh, chat a little towards the end of the show, but before we go into this music mix, Icon, why don't you hit them with, uh, while people are on that mode, where they can catch you, you know, your links and your Twitters and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm only leave, leave you with two. You know, you can hit me on Twitter, Icon the Mike King. It's not spelled crazy. It's I-C-O-N-T-H-E-M-I-C-K-I-N-G. And, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people want to learn a lot more about marketing. Uh, you should come to my company site. We have a ton of stuff on our blog where you can learn more. It's iacquire.com. That's I-A-C-Q-U-I-R-E.com. And there's all types of content there. You can reach me there as well. So that's all I got. No doubt. Good looking. So we're going to uh, go into this joint, Serenade. It's Mike Hands featuring Lee Majors. I want to hear this. For those that don't know, Lee Majors from the Bush Babies, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, there's a, there's a famous line they said, everybody knows it. It's like this, y'all. It's like that, y'all. I represent for hip hop, but not for rap, y'all. That's that's the Bush Babies joint right there. So you salute rocking uh, this joint, serenade with him. So salute to that, to him. And who produced this joint, Mike? Um, the, it was produced by um, Crazy DJ Bizarro from the Beat Miners. And um, just to put it out there, by the grace of God, the Most High. It's been in the top 40 on uh, college radio for the last six weeks. It just hit number one in six cities in the last two days. So, you know, nice. good looking congrats, guys, man. But everybody that's that's been involved with the, the record and behind the record and Blackfish and, 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 you know, the whole Dim Recordings team, my partner, Innocent, everybody that just helped push this record. No doubt. So we're going to get into that and some more music from Icon as well. You can still call us up. Um, if we have time, we'll try to squeeze in a couple more phone calls. We're not ending at two hours like we have done in the past. We actually have three hours of time. We have blown up, you know, Blog Talk Radio so much with the amount of downloads. I, I believe we're at 500,000 right now, listeners, um, that they just gave us an extra hour. We didn't have to, like, buy time or anything. They're just like, you could go for three hours, you know. So our show, we have an option. So we're not going to go for three hours, but we can pass two hours and not be like, oh, we went off the air, you know. So we're going to ride out, like, a good another 20, 30 minutes of music. If you want to call us up, 646-478-3599. Let's get into this. What's going on? This is the Gwen Stefani of rap. <laughs> MCMI Radio Friday. My name is Destroy. You tuned in to Real Hip Hop, Real Talk, MCMIReport.com. Go in, wild out, spaz. Tell your mother, tell your father this situation, this MCMI Radio holds them down, alright? Hopefully everything is fantastic in your life. And if it's not, tune in. <laughs> MC, 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 M
sitting in my window watching time go by. I'm on a legend, me, I plead to the sky. Now I'm out here serenading the streets Yeah, I'm out here serenading the streets She doesn't get me and I don't know why How does she get me and I still ask why Why? Now I'm out here serenading the streets Yeah, I'm out here serenading the streets Here go, I said Black girl Sick with cell curve Ordered more wine, baby, calm your nerves You ain't gotta be the loudest open mouth at the steakhouse Check, please, yes, we need to order more takeout Fights break out, nothing in particular She too independent for this loving that I'm giving up Being self-sustained, the train that's hot But let a man be a man and stop grabbing your crotch I mean, no reasons, no reason for a scene You despite Spielberg, Scorsese in the same gym Drama, she a hard act to follow I hope this period could have turned into a comma But the comma bonds must come on Like the rain must fall, like the pain must consume us all when death do us part, turns into the death of us And all that stuff is space and stuff On some grown man shit Sitting at my window watching time go by I wrote a legend, me, I plead to the sky Now I, now I'm out here serenading the streets She got me out here serenading the streets She doesn't get me and I don't know why How does she get me then I still ask why Why, now I, now I'm out here serenading the streets She got me out here serenading the streets Show it up Hey, my, how you? Kill with the trouble, man. Why is it us walking together is where the stumble is? I understand the circumstances of your past life. All the disappointments and pressures of being dude's wife. I'm empathetic to you needing to change. Trying to grow, needing to know that you could lose in the rain. But there's no parallel to pleasures and pains. And the status only matters when there's losses and gains. But there's no charge here, just my queen of hearts, we living this together no matter how these accounts clear. See, I'm a man pursuing making it work, so you murder a pantsuit, I love you more in a skirt. I know I got my shit with me and my bullshit ways, on most days, I'm just trying to keep my meat okay. I know you trying the best to do the same, but it's me, and I ain't nothing like some clown ass lame. I'm something serious, this grown man change, and I live no longer curious, the game's on change. Sitting in my window watching time move by. Yeah, MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk. We're up here with Mike Hands and Icon the Mike King. Call us up, 646-478-3599. So good at this. Yeah, yo. I keep my fitted hat low, beard trim with a sharp blade. Couldn't play me if we were twins in an arcade. I get your girl free through my speech like a Mark Twain. Excuse my French when I say that I'm fucking all fake. Perfect. Get this lost in translation. Michael Flosser got me endorsing a brand. I'm mad famous like a boss. Headed up to the stars with brand statements. Stick to the rap basics. Give me my applause. I'll wait. I'm leisure suit Larry David. Very hated because I'm clearly favored over you. And more than me and what you hope to be. But won't grow to see you know it's true. Damn. I'm the new vocal, you were too old school to teach a role to me, fam. Come again, you can't sell me again, cause I'm running shit like Chrome's disease, yeah. Mike King is in your universe, I assume it hurts. You can watch my steps and never see me like Google Earth. You lose a turn, I never said true words, I'm so good at this.
songs don't come with a dance, you gotta bring your own If you come to my party, don't bring Patron Please no, bring some Pinot, Pinot Noir We so mature, we open the door We open doors, built the boy to be And I'm so self-centered, that's the royal we Here, here, let me propose a toast To one line that stick like post-it notes They still call it arrogance, like it's so wrong Man, quiet confidence only gets so far I ain't going back and forth like the kid folk call I just shine over your head like a disco ball Aloha, haters, I know the secret to life It's keeping Mr. King from sticking D to your wife Cause when you hit, it's always over, all expedient light When I hit, I leave an imprint like meteorites I'm so good at this good at <laughs> everything everything you're good at and everything you're not many things change many things not everything hey, 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 this is a DJ D new exclusive shooting game shot Thank you for coming out. God bless. And good night. I mean, you did all right, right? Look at you looking good. I see you in the hood. Brand new Chevrolet. Getting sexy looks from 10 24. Boy, no shit. I mean, get you to the bed. Start giving up. Right. But thank you for coming out. God bless. And good night. I mean, you did it big. Start giving up. Right. Thank you for coming out. God bless. And good night. Way to crash the dance.
rebel armed soldiers home. home. You and your empire's about to be overthrown. You never bang. bang. Your heart pumps tang. My niggas is real. Yep. Down to their chromosomes. Yep. Ready for war. war. Standing in full metal jackets. Classic. With ratchets that have silenced the racket. Y'all faggots can't hack it. So y'all niggas telling the habits. I specialize in ducking the dragon. And y'all ain't been bagged yet. Ain't nothing soft, homie. I go hard. Smooth criminal without the bleach of the nose dog. No need, no permission to bogart. They say you shouldn't be a bully. I'm like, why? Work for me so far. That's all I know, understood? Yeah. Drugs, money, sex, and violence, I'm from the hood. Now I can get my act together and be something, but anything other than this, I'll be fucking. Let me be me, not, 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 not the average rapper. A lot of y'all talk smack when I'm gone, but show me TV, give me that when I'm home. They talk behind my back, but then they smile in my face, yo. They talk behind my back, but then they smile in my face, yo. They talk behind my back, but then they smile in my face, yo. They talk behind my back, yeah. Oh my hater. Yo, heat box monsters back. Strategies mapped out. I'm ready to launch attack. That dude sever will bring it to whoever. It's a new era. I'm leaving your started tap. You get rid of you. Man, I show you how a killer do. Song sound bomb, you'll get murked for the interlude. You never heard an illa do. Nah, I stomp your whole set out. Feel like I'm wearing a Godzilla suit. Spark and flame, I heart the game. For rapping scared, I take all the blame. I'm part insane. The usher of harm and pain. You bear arms, but can't lift them like John McCain. Obama, I can't afford to have a tarnished name. Defend with bullets, dark grenades. Freshly sharpened blades. Best record, most target slaves. Metaphor for days, better all part in ways. One. Let me be me. Not, 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 not the average rapper. A lot of y'all talk smack when I'm gone, but show me TV, give me that when I'm home. They talk behind my back, but then they smile in my face, yo. They talk behind my back, but then they smile in my face, yo. They talk behind my back, but then they smile in my face, yo. They talk behind my back. Yep, that CVMC's here, the most hated, slept on, envy feared. Yeah. Got a dangerous mind, but love displaying my mic, cause I ain't lost a fight in 20 years. It ain't a game. Yeah, yeah, you can blame it on my training. Word. A strike with the right will send you right to the pavement. Better watch what you're saying. Watch it. Act tough and get your jaw wired when you get smacked up like naming. Pussy. Uh, yes, that was Swave Sever. Shout out to him. That's all for his album. We had him on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's for you haters. Um, we're still taking calls. 646-478-3599. One more joint. We're going to come back and let you holler at the artist. We got Mike Hands and Icon the Mike King in the building. MCMI Radio. Real talk. Real talk. I'm so bossy, bitch, get off me. It's a different jingle when you hear these car keys. Your SL's missing an S, nigga. Your plane's missing a chef. The common theme, see, they both got wings. If you fly, do it to death. It's only one god and it's only one crown. So it's only one king that can stand on this mound. King push, king pin, overlord. Coast guard come a honey going overboard. I got money with the festival. Go blow for blow with any Mexican. Don't let your side bitches settle in. 
might have to head but you ever land Ballers, I put numbers on the boards Hard to get a handle on this double-edged sword Whether rapping or I'm rapping to a whore Might reach back and relapse to wrapping up his raw Javanchi fitting like his gym clothes We really gym stars I'm like D-Rose, no C-League I'm like these clothes 88 Jordan leaping from the free throw Ballers, I put numbers on the boards Ballers, I put numbers on the boards. Yo, peace, what up? It's homeboy Sandman, alright? First of a living break. Kicking it on MCMI Radio. Real hip-hop, real talk, you understand? This is what I'm talking about, 5 to 8 to 10. Congratulations on your participation and awareness taking part in this L-ish. Son, peace. MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk. Just had to drop a little heat on you guys. New Pusha T, Swave Sever. So uh, we also rocked some some more uh, Icon, the Mike King joints, and Mike Hands. We still got him in the building, in the studio. Yes, sir. Digitally. Yes, sir. We're here. <laughs> via satellite. <laughs> we are here. No doubt. So um, we, we got uh, another caller we're going to put on, say what up. Uh, she's from, it looks like Jersey from the number, 201. Nikki, what's good? What's good? What's good, gentlemen? You're on the air, MCMI Radio. Thank you, thank Hi. you. MCMI Radio is the business right now. I just wanted to um, call in and shout you guys out. I'm a, I'm a publicist. I know Mike Hands very well. I just wanted to look at his grind. Have to salute that man's grind because he's doing it. And um and, and definitely thank you guys for introducing us to um to uh the icon because he was dropping some 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 real spit that for real uh, he he should, he should be charging that. for that he should be charging <laughs> for that right now. Nikki's the person to talk to. She's talking. She's a PR extraordinaire. I do what I can to keep that at the table. table. <laughs> But no, no, seriously, on some real, just salute to all of you guys. Like I, I've, I've had my, um, my share of listening to to online radio shows and <laughs> screeching at what was going on. But as hosts, you guys are keeping it moving. Some really interesting conversation um, and some really good insight. So I just wanted to let you all know I appreciate y'all and get a big, you know, get a big salute to my man Mike Hands. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. Thank you. Peace. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling up. Um, these guys, both these gentlemen, Mike Hands and Icon to Mike King, they definitely deserve respect, not only for the, the songs and the music and the lyrics, but, yeah, they got they got their, their game on right now. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Definitely. And you guys are, are cool for coming on the radio and, and just giving out, you know, info and knowledge and advice to people. You know, there's nothing wrong with letting people know things. Uh, I think that a while ago, people used to hide influence. Like, I don't want to tell anybody, then they'll make it. And we're all in competition. And, you know, it's really not necessary because what I've figured out over time is you can tell people anything. Just them knowing that you could do that is not going to mean anything. They still won't do it. <laughs> it's true. They won't it's do it. True. It's like... You, it's like if, if you try, like in Kung Fu, in, in the old Kung Fu movies, you know, the masters would be like, you can't tell the secret of the style or don't let them see the secret punch or whatever. But you know what? In, in order to be able to punch somebody like that, you'd have to work out for 10 years on a mountain punching trees 
balancing on one leg. You know what I mean? Like, it's such, it's such hard training. You can't just know the secret. You have to put in the work. You have to actually do it. You have to, Not you know, get busy. So man. just hearing this, if people are out there and they actually put in the work now, read the book, like you said, um, learn the system and, and apply these things. Not like you just listen to it one day. And then tomorrow you're, you're a superstar. You have to put in work. If they do that, they deserve to win, you know? That's my opinion. Or. And, I mean, that's kind of like our whole approach to marketing, you know what I mean? Like, I can sit here and tell you all how to do SEO, how to, you know, sit there and, and build your brand and stuff. But if you don't have the wherewithal to figure it out, learn it, try it, do it, it's not going to help you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's not the knowing, it's the doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And do you have time to do it? Because a lot of people, like, I know all this stuff I could be doing, but I work and then I have my kids and then, you know, I have a little business on the side and I got to put all my time into that. And I can't go online and, and do the ads and create the networks and join Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and a million other things. So I don't have time. So you could know it, but you might not have time. That's when you holler at a professional or someone that does this. Yeah, bring them exactly. back to your team, throw them a little dough and say, I, I need X, Y, and Z. I, I really can't get to this, you know? And, exactly. And both of, both of these individuals are great people to have on your team. So if you're looking to, you know, get some marketing or graphics, which is part of marketing because of branding, if you need video work, whatever it is, holler at either Mike, Mike Hands or Icon and Mike can Connect with both of them. Go to their Facebook. Go to their Twitter. See what they're doing. Check them out. Check out that website that Icon was talking about, his company. You know? It's the only way, music. You know, most importantly Definitely And I mean They're supporting their own music They make sure that their music gets out there You know Which is great You guys are both living your dream So I salute you on that And I'm happy to see you guys being successful Appreciate that man Hello family So we're gonna, we're gonna go back into some more music Unless Blitz Unless you got something else Another controversial topic of the of this week because a lot has been going on. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you guys want Do you guys want to talk about the Rick Ross thing? Oh, the Maori. The 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 U and the the, the, you, you already know who's first. They got him dropped from Reebok. Eh. I have no marketing. That is, he needs to call Olivia Pope or something. Because they don't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, we need Ross to call up. <laughs> Yeah, Somebody out there Olivia listening, Pope. probably Rick Ross is not listening. He really did himself a disservice with that one line. And not only with that line, but before he said that line, he had just mentioned Reebok. So you put Reebok yep. and Date Rape together in, in a, in a four-bar couplet. Which is like, <laughs> what's wrong he with before I date rape, I pump up my Reeboks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what he did. <laughs> it is true, right? Let, let me, for those that don't know, let me say the line. He said, I die over these Reeboks, and you don't even know it. I put Molly in her champagne, and you don't even know it. I took her home, and I enjoy that. She ain't even know it. That's what he said. Yeah, that's complete date rape. Yeah. That's, and not to mention, in this song, they say a lot of other just style unethical stuff anyway, and that's just the, the worst of it, but there's other stuff well, leading up to that. It's really crazy. Can, can we take a step back, though? Can we take a step back? 
if you rich and you famous and you, yeah, you know I mean, you're supposed to be the star. Why do you need to date rape a bitch? <laughs> Why do you need drugs? Yeah. You shouldn't even be enticing her, even if you didn't slip it in there. Because he's talking about she ain't even know it. That's the theme of the song, right? So he's doing it on all. Even people that like, hey, want to go get high, or I got some drugs, so come with me. And then, you don't even shouldn't even need to that. I'm the cross. Or whoever you are, I'm famous, or I'm wealthy, you know, whatever you, your thing is. You shouldn't have no, to go as far as that. <laughs> but then again, you look at him, I mean, I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe he does with uh, that. I don't know. It's sad. Maybe he was fat. I mean, he's got a chia fat beard, everything, man. He's just a weird-looking dude. He, he does... <laughs> He does look rich. He looks like a baller, and he got the shades and the jewelry. You know, he knows how to – he's got a stylist or whatever, you know. But if you just actually look at him, like, I don't know. Yeah. You say that about a lot of dudes, though. But I think if you're rich and famous and an artist, you need to always know that people are gunning for you anyway. They're trying to twist something you said and say that you said this. Oh, look at that. So you can't just outright give him this ammo. Like, and he knew when he wrote it how shocking the line was, and then they practiced it, and then they recorded it, and then they mixed it, and they mastered it. It had a long time, so he can't say, oh, I didn't realize. No, no, no. You put yeah, it out there knowing what you were saying, dude. This part of the conversation, we should have had Nikki on, because she could have told us, you know, from a PR perspective, yeah. what should he have done right. Yeah, I mean? you, you are absolutely right. Yeah, if she's still uh, listening, call us back up if you got a perspective on that. Um Yo, I heard some 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 dope new West Coast hip hop uh, today. Um, Who was it? I was like the Dog Pound putting out stuff. Some some really? stuff. Have you, have you guys heard it? Yeah. No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look for it. I'm gonna get into another music mix, and um, I don't know. We got some some underground. We got some overground. <laughs> we got some a lot of good mix. Let's start off with uh, our guests. Um, icon of Mike Hands joints and a joint from Mike Hands. And if you still want to uh, chat about the Rick Ross thing, you can call us up. But you could just call us with a new topic. You know, you guys listening, it's your show right now. Call us up, ask us a question, bring up a topic that we're not discussing. It's called Real Hip Hop, Real Talk. So uh, right now we're going to get back into the music and we'll be back. 646 478 3599. Call us up. She ain't even know it. Yo, it's your boy DJ Enough Big Spanish, and you're checking out Brooklyn's finest GMS. MCMIReport.com. Red enough, city the bomb back. All bread for combat makes it hard to be easy on them blocks where your mom's at. Niggas is greasy, my nigga haters and all that. Fall back and leave the block paper, that doesn't calm that. So you get sturdy, you readjust in your own stance. Return the music to use it to do your own dance. Before you lose it, you prove it, trying to advance. Moment that you choose it, remove it like it's your last chance. Live like you gliding through life, and though you stuttering, seemingly fluttering. Control the waters that you're undering. Create the tidal wave and watch away the struggling. And then clear off the beach and move your cousins and your brethren. We have been trying to win despite these many challenges. So me, that grab the pad and pen the journal through the balance. It seems like my life's a dark night on the Turnpike radiator is banging five miles from the next right. If you, if you live the life that I live. 
actual reason You don't do it justice I'm an inspiration Coalescing over now And I kind of you will grow both the ground And it's back to back to refactor the mathematically No cat snaps my aura Under the mask of flattery That's that just me Get credit with credit due I'm ahead of my time You behind schedule I'm next to none One of a kind Not a touch of surprise You still cut my mind Get your own shit I'm just Like Mike, but try to say mate, don't never be like Mike. No. Being here is wonderful. I admit I get annoyed doing all the work that y'all sit and just enjoy. My existence is a joy. I'm lovely company, and for that I deserve a government subsidy. Still over my wannabes, you ain't gotta feel worthless. I guess it's not a crown I wanna be perfect. No, I ain't wanting to study me, crack my subtlety goals, no secrets. God just loves me the most, so keep it. I'm better in life than you, and I can go into detail about why it's true. One, I'm me. I'm not you. Three, C, number one, four. I'm hot. Two, I'm full of myself. That's my golden rule. If you listen to this, then so will you. Like Mike, but try they may don't ever be like Mike. Yeah, that's that hook reminded me that both of our artists, our special guests up in the studio today, are named Mike. We got Icon the Mike King, that's M I C, and then we got Mike Hands, M I C H A N D Z, in the building. That's kind of ill. We could have named this episode Mike and Mike. I don't know. But uh, I, this is the new joint I'm talking about, the Dog Pound featuring Snoop Dogg. L.A. here's to you. I apologize in advance that it's the clean version. I don't have the dirty. I only can find the clean. But it's new Dog Pound and new Snoop. So you're hearing it first here on MCMR Radio. Real hip hop, real talk. So check it out. MCMR. L.A. here's to you for being the kind of place a man can do his do. I hear the hippies skip, and they get that kick, bumping all night long, out on sunset, out on sunset. Yeah, ha 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 ha. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, players and pimps, we'd like to welcome you all to Los Angeles, California. Yes, sir. Down the line, sunset and vine. Blew a half a zip by the Hollywood sign. Scotty once said it gets better with time. East side Long Beach, but this LA County on mine. Yeah, this is the sign of the times. One of a kind, and this might blow your mind. This ain't no TV show, bow wow, hippie yo. Standing on your tippy toe, nigga, here we, here we go. Crenshaw Boulevard, everywhere, nigga, hard. Left on burning by my auntie front yard. No disrespect or disregard. Shout out to the whole motherfucker, Crip hard, dip hard, Rick hard, used to pop lock. You turn on the wrong street and you will get got. Rules of the city like B5, oh, creep slow in a foam motherfucker. I hear the 
Look, dog pound gangster, we gotta dump off. Unless you wanna hear that pump call, watch who you talk on. And watch the different streets you walk on. I mob like a mobster. Like a m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-
when you have too much access to the media, there's a lot of things that end up in the in the stream that you don't really necessarily mean to be there if you had to think or work to get it there. Right. But because you have that kind of notoriety and that kind of brand, you have these whimsical thoughts that you decide, you know what, I'm going to spew it. Exactly. And now the world is expecting me to stand by it. Right. Yeah. You know, but That's it's, it's actually advantage to regular people. Right. Well, what what he said in the interview is he had to change it because he's doing a reggae record, and it's not just because, um, oh, so I want to be more Rastafarian, but they actually don't like dogs. In Jamaican culture, when you call someone a dog, it means like you're a low-life, dirty piece of crap, like you're a dog. So it's not like a strong name, whereas lion is the kingly, the strong name in Jamaican culture. So because he wanted to sell this reggae album, so he, he did that. But I think after the reggae album comes out, I think he'll go back to Snoop Dogg for his next yeah, album. I, think, I just think that's I what think he'll even, do. Even that, even that market, yeah. even that market, he even has a, a he only stands a chance to sell anything off of that because right. he's Snoop Dogg. They already love and accept him. He's an exception to dog because it's right. Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that like makes sense. He's Snoop Dogg. That makes sense. I'm just saying from the standpoint of it. Confusing the fans, you know what I mean? Oh. What record do I look for? The Snoop Lion record or the Snoop Dogg record, you know what I mean? Icon, is that you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. From a marketing standpoint, like, when it comes down to confusing your market and confusing your brand, that's the last thing you want to do. Exactly. Because what happens is you got people that get split in half and you split the floor, and now they have no clue where to shop. Exactly. Well, before, before we go any further, we have, uh, we, we brought back Miss Nikki Walker, who is a... Uh, he is an expert Yeah. So let's bring her in. We can finish this, and then we'll get back into that uh, Rick Rushy stuff. Nikki Walker, you're I mean, back on air. I'm back. I'm back. Thanks for having me back. I would love her to weigh in on this too, though. Like, like Nikki, how do you feel about the fact that like Snoop went from Snoop Dogg to Snoop Lion from a branding perspective? Is that confusing? I mean, because typically, like, it's a PR person that has to handle that to make it known that he changed his name and all that type of stuff. So is right. that like a headache right. to you? Well, you know, my my thought on it, and I, and I heard you say about, you know, splitting the market and maybe having a, an issue with that, but I think because he has such a strong um, core fan base, mm-hmm. nobody was stunting the whole Snoop Lion thing. We all thought it was a stunt. He backed it up with religion. We respect that. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think it's going to hurt him at all. I think it makes sense branding-wise for that um, reggae album. But I think that's all right. it's for. I think that's all it's for. It's not like a it's not like a titty boy that really changed his whole persona and turned into two chains. You know what I mean? Right. I think for I think for Snoop with his his legacy, he he could do whatever the hell he wants to do. Right. Yeah. That's my, you know, I've never really he think he's big enough that it won't hurt him, basically. He's not yeah, he's big enough. It's not, I don't think it's killing his brand at all. Actually, I think it might have given him the opportunity to expand his brand a little into, the, you know, in, you know, he's trying to get deeper into that Caribbean culture just because of this album. And I think that, uh, like, um, I don't know which one of you has said, like, you know, using cultural, culturally, you know, a dog is a filthy animal to, to Jamaicans. So, Culturally is giving him a new platform over there um, and with that group of people. So that's what he needed for that. But in terms of his brand, he's always going to be Snoop Dogg. He's always going to be the big homie, and everybody's always going to respect him. Well, that's, that's and he did keep the Snoop. Oh, 
hold on. Let's make sure we can use that opportunity to tell the younger brands and the younger marketers that are out there listening, just because Snoop could do it after 15, 20 years of <laughs> brand building, please do not decide next year you're going to be somebody else and think it's going to work the same way. Yeah, don't kick <laughs> over your dominoes. Don't kick <laughs> over your dominoes. Like, he has spent a, a long time being, you know, creating himself and having the ability to do it, do that. And you see Snoop over the years crossing over, Snoop with country, on the Country Music Awards, Snoop doing funny shit, Snoop doing, you know, hood shit, scary movies, all kinds of things. He is, he is, he's worked incredibly hard to be able to do whatever the hell he wants to do. Right, oh. television. And yet he still didn't change the Snoop. He knew to keep something so people know who that is. Point so it's Snoop, you say, yo, Snoop, what up? Whether it's Snoop Lion or Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? Exactly. He did, he did, that was smart. And sometimes you do want to change your, your brand because you're trying to show yourself as a different artist and a different person. You know? Mm-hmm. So you can't, and you, but just know when you change your name. When you change your name, like sometimes... But understand that's what you're doing. You're gonna you you might lose half of your people who don't make the switch and realize what's going on, and don't follow. But you know if if you're doing it for a reason, just be strategic. Like I know that um, Mark Wahlberg, he doesn't want to be called Marky Mark. He'd be happy if no one ever knew that existed. You know? Yeah, but he's still fighting. And Timmy Boy changed his name, and he's doing really well as Two Chains. And most people do not know. They, Two Chains is a new artist. He just came out. That's his name, Two Chains. They don't know all that other stuff. So that's fine mm-hmm. with him because of what he's doing. That right. was his goal. I'm that sure. was necessary. And it was necessary for Two Chains, for Titty Boy to change his name in order for right. him to get mainstream appeal. I lived in Atlanta for seven years. He was the man. He was the man. Titty Boy was the man. And nobody would ever second guess that. But he can't. you can't come to New York City and be Titty Boy and try to be on Hot 97. It's not going to happen. So, you know, he had a, he has an incredible team behind him I used to um, work with for for some time while I was in Atlanta and, and they are they are they are a group of marketing geniuses. So they really sat down and thought that through and um and, and clearly we see, you know, what, what, what that did for Titty Boy. Right. Now Rich Ross needs to do that. He needs to change his brand or something to make people to make that problem go away. We were talking about that. That's why we wanted you to call back in. We appreciate it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you're familiar with the Rick Ross problem that he's going through, right? Absolutely. You know, so give us your personal opinions on it, but obviously you're gonna you don't like it. Nobody likes it. But what's up with his PR and his marketing? Like, why did <laughs> he allow that? Was that a move, a game plan? Like, what's going on there? Did he just okay. mess up? I, I, so there are a couple there are a couple of little points that that need to be hit. First of all, Officer Ricky is the man at coming up off of slipping up because anybody who could come up off of that that probation officer picture and still make right. platinum plaques, they have something. So so there's one there's there's one redeeming quality about Rick Ross right now before I lambaste his ass. He the one <laughs> the one redeeming quality is that he is incredibly talented. Whether he's writing those things himself or whether he has a team of writers, he has so much charisma and he has such a great delivery and people really rock with him because the stories that he tells make people feel very gangster. So he has that. That's that's the redeeming quality. Rick Ross is going to bounce back from this. That is without a doubt. 
he's never going to get that Reebok deal back because he forgot what was happening. Like you know, he 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 forgot that that was that was some other people's money that he was messing with. He forgot that you know women wear running shoes from Reebok and that they support you know track teams all over the country and this and that and that. Third. So I, you know, maybe he had too many mollies that day. I don't know. That was a huge, huge, huge mistake as a man. Mm-hmm. But how many women? How many women buy records though, and, and buy his brand of records? Is it mostly this, male audience, or is it are you kidding me? Like no, the, the, no, women buy records. Women buy records. Women download that shit. Women listen to that when they're working out. They listen to Ross. They 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 want to hear that. They want that that um that testosterone because it makes them feel a certain way. They want a boss. So they're listening to all of this bullshit that he's talking. So his audience, I would imagine, and I don't have any stats to prove this, but I would imagine that his audience is primarily women who have different reasons for being his audience. But, um, you know, I mean, it was a mistake. But so will his label also feel like Reebok feels like yo? Now we're gonna sell less records, or we have to work harder not. to get over They're that not gonna sell. No, Reebok will sell less shoes, but it, it, his label's not gonna sell less records. Think about this. Um, Eminem has been talking misogynistically since he right. came on the scene. He's been strangling right. he hoes his and raping he his, raped his mama. mom on the song. Yeah, you know he what I mean. Raped, Eminem raped his mother on a song. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll bend over. And then he said, oh, that was like, raping his mom on a song and joked about it. I would it. argue that that's different, though, because Eminem was always, like, very cartoony, crazy white boy type thing, whereas Rick Ross is, like, he's supposed to be this boss, this guy that gets all these girls. He's supposed to have all this money, blah, blah, blah. And then he, he throws a shot like this and then attaches it to a brand that can't be attached to something like that. And I would, yeah. I would also argue that... This has actually happened before where it's like big labels are also part of other companies. So, for example, Universal is more than just records. Because and they're so ABC, aren't they? They're, or Disney right. or something. Right. Exactly, exactly. So if, if, if um, you know, Disney or ABC has a problem with it, then it's dropped the rapper because the rapper's on yeah, the Yeah, then they're going to shut him up for a little while, but they can't let him go. He's a cash cow. He's a cash cow, and underneath him are... 12 other cash cows. That's this, this is the music industry. People F up, and they find some way. They call in the Olivia Popes of the world. What Rick Ross needs to really do is sit his ass down in front of a domestic violence, um, you know, a convention and make a real apology because these whack-ass apologies he's making on Twitter and, and Instagram it, it are canned uh, responses. Yes, let me let me yeah. let me touch on that. Let me touch on that for a sec. Before before I do get into uh his latest apology, which I'm sure was ghost written for him, um I will say that I again, like you were saying, I do think that his paying audience, the pre- the people that go out and spend money uh-huh. are predominantly women. You know. And yeah, the fact that he put the two things together at the same time is what really clinched it. Like, if he wouldn't uh-huh. have mentioned Reebok right before he mentioned his date rate line, uh-huh. it probably wouldn't have been as bad. And also, it's amazing uh-huh. how much of an outcry the the, uh, the viral media and, you know, Twitter and, and Facebook has had on this, especially since this has happened, this has happened before with other artists. But like Icon said, you know, with Eminem and other 
artist, they made it seem like it was out. It, it wasn't them. Whereas everything that Rick Ross says, he, he emulates as that's what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it does make it a little different. But let me read his last um, his last apology was. This, this is the apology he made after the first one when he went on the radio show. And he was like, no, nah, I've got misconstrued. I don't condone rape. But he never actually apologized for what he was saying. But here's his real apology, quote, quote. He said, before I'm an artist, I'm a father, a son, and a brother to some of the most cherished women in the world. So for me to suggest that in any way that harm and violations he brought to a woman is one of my biggest mistakes and regrets. As an artist, one of the most liberating things is being able to paint pictures with my words, but with that comes a great responsibility. And most recently, my choice of words was not only offensive, it does not reflect my true heart. And for this, I apologize. To every woman that has felt this thing of abuse, I apologize and recognize that as an artist, I have a voice and look at the power of influence. To the young men who listen to music, please know that using a substance to rob a woman of her right to make a choice is not only a crime, it's wrong, and I do not encourage it. To my fans, I also apologize if I have disappointed you. I can only hope that this sparks a healthy dialogue and that I can contribute to it. Now, wow, he did the same thing LL did. Well, about the I was going to say, now, that's, that's the LL apology, but... LL is not, you know, we, we already decided he jumped out the window with that shit because he, he just, his his part of it was just whack. If Rick Ross, and, and whether or not that apology is sincere, part of it may be, if he follows through on that and says, I hope that I am able to start this healthy dialogue, well, look at all of these little girls that are being raped and, and taped and put on Instagram. Some little girl just hung herself because she got gang raped by three guys and then they 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 sent the picture around to the school or something insane like that. I read it on Global Grind today. So if he if he then says this is why you can't do that. This is why this, the lyric has been taken out of the song, from what I understand. Um, Rocco just said, "I need my song on the radio, yeah. so I'm gonna just take this yeah. shit out." Yeah, which which, which makes sense. I mean, but they replaced Big Rock completely. Oh, he took the whole, good, whatever. My point is that there's an opportunity right now, but that opportunity is now. Somebody has to get Ross in the right place, and he and has to have a real sit-down with, I don't know, some um, uh, the chick Melissa, what's her name, on MSNBC, or some black person who is a uh, a news figure who talks about issues um, in the community. Somebody needs Wait, to who, align who, him there. So who uh, has DMX on the show, Fix My Life? What's what's her name? Oh, Ayanna. 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 Oh, Oprah. You see how she did with DMX? Maybe maybe Rick Ross needs to be on one of those Wait, shows. One, one that will destroy his career. That would destroy his career. So really? So okay. here's my here's my thing with that response where he says things like, um, with my words comes great responsibility and, you know, substance abuse to rob a woman of her right. Not to marginalize this topic, but if he's shooting himself in the foot by giving this statement, doesn't that mean that selling coke or killing people is just as bad? No, he's not. I don't think I don't think he's shooting himself in the foot. I think that he's already – he is a cocaine rapper, period. That's it. He's not right. going to so, turn into a party rapper tomorrow. So but if it, he shouldn't it, rap about negative things that hurt people, then he shouldn't rap about none of that. You just dissed your whole program of what it's getting to, I think. No, I don't think yeah. so. I think he's saying he has great responsibility, and I think that 
he also addressed in that in that apology that look this is this is art he said that he's painting pictures with his words you know this is this is art and essentially he he stopped very short of saying the shit that comes out of my mouth isn't real he said i'm painting pictures here and right. yeah, I know I have great responsibility. He's still he's still back. He you know he's still doing the shuck and jive a little bit, but he's doing it so that you know his toe don't get shot off, so that he yeah. still can do this cocaine rap, so that he still can talk about shoot 'em up, bang bang. Because now I said now I said I'm saying it, but it's a picture that I'm painting, and you should not follow through with what I'm doing. Well, I think he should have kept it simple. I think it was too wordy. That's just me. I would have wanted to hear, look, guys. I would have wanted to hear, look, I was just kidding. I was trying to be funny with the words. I overdid it. I'm sorry. Yeah, but the label would never have approved it. Do you know how many revisions that um, apology must have gone through? 25 people must have had their hands on that apology. So that apology has absolutely nothing to do with Ross. I understand your point, though. I do understand your point. But I think either way, any apology that he would have given would have caused the firestorm, but an apology had to be given. And I think right. with all of the wordiness and the and the weight of the words, I think that that is um, – I think that's the label's way of of trying their best to get behind him because like I said earlier, they can't let him go. He is their cash cow. So they gotta what? they have to do what they think is best. And now think about who's at the label and who's constructing these um you know, who's constructing these apologies and who's who's constructing these words. They're not in these streets. They're not buying these records. They right. think what he's saying is cool and that's why they gave him a record deal. But these mm-hmm. people are not of the same they're they're just not of the same culture, so you know you have to you have to weigh those words against who wrote them, not who said them right well i, I, I really point. thank you for that that whole um explanation and uh tell us again what is your um your like what do you do? You're a publicist. A I PR, am. A I am. I'm, I'm a. I'm a publicist. I am. I own an agency called NW Public Relations. We're based out of New York right now. Um, after seven years in Atlanta, and um, we do music, fashion, beauty, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I guess in the industry presently, we're probably most known for representing people like Waka Flocka and uh, Maya. And um, right. French Montana. Um, so we've had some some really good names in the past, and some really great beauty brands, and some fashion stuff. We do a lot of stuff during Fashion Week. Uh, and right, right now, I'm pretty focused on um, on some independent artists out of um, out of Jersey, um, right. and just okay. and, and doing projects and working on beauty. But um, you uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nikki Walker PR and I K K I the regular way. Um, and yeah, and I'm around. I'm around. Well, we appreciate you calling in. I feel like we had you as a guest on the show because you really gave like us a lot of insight, added so to the conversation. And, um, you know, in the future, when you're working on something and you think it'll interest us, send it our way when you're going doing your publicity and your PR, you know, to, you know, holler at us about your artists or whatever. I really appreciate that invitation, and thank you so much for having me back to, to chat it up with you guys about this. Definitely. Thanks for um, being a part of the MCMR radio family. You are now officially a number. Real hip hop, real talk. Oh, she got the slogan oh, and everything. That's a perfect little right there. Oh, 
We're going to have you on the show all the time. Tune in like it's 88 out here. I feel you. Exactly. Thanks, guys. I think we should uh, thank all our guests for uh, being on the show today. Um, appreciate the call, Nikki and Mike Hands and Ike on the Mike King. Ike, you still there? Yes, sir. And Mike Hands, um, yeah, he's good. Oh, he's good. There we go. His mic was off for a second. No doubt. So, um, one last time, hit him with your Twitter, Mike. Mike, Mike. <laughs> oh, Mike Hands, Mike Hands. I would have said Ike. It's yes, Mike sir. and Ike. Like the candy. <laughs> What you say? Now, Mike Hands, was, was, is your Twitter is just simply Mike Hands, right? No, Handler. Mike, Mike right? Handler, M-I-C-H-A-N-D-L-E-R. Now, was that like, that was your name that you went by before? Or was that your government that, that's name? What, that's, no, that's what made it so interesting when we were talking about the whole soup, the Snoop Lion and the rebranding. Mike Handler right. was my original handle. And then um, a few years ago, I it, you know, dropped down to, to just Mike Hands. And then that's around right. the time I cut my hair, so... I had a visual rebranding as well as, you know, a phonetic rebranding, so it was interesting. You know, I'm actually I'm actually going through the same exact thing. You know what I mean? I used to have long hair, too. I'm about to just shorten it to just Mike King. So I, that's nice. kind of why I brought that topic up, too. <laughs> yeah, interesting. I, did, I had did a tape that year called um, Dead Man Walking, and the whole concept right. behind it was the death of Mike Candler and the birth of Mike Hands. Right. That's, that's how you push that, that new brand through. Cool. So, but you know, Mike, your your actual your your first name is not Mike, is it? It's actually Christopher. It's Chris, right? Okay. So yeah. Mike hand Mike Handler that came from something else. It, no, but it, Mike, was, it was actually a description. Mike microphone handler. So it was Mike Handler. Right. And and Mike um, Icon, your your actual you know name is Mike Michael King, right? Mike King. Right. So that's kind of cool. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of good to get your name simplified and your brand simplified because it's even closer to your actual name that you're going to sign the checks with and all that. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of exactly. kind of slick. I like that. So it's been a pleasure having you guys. Icon, your Twitter, Icon the Mike King, right? Absolutely. No doubt. Uh, appreciate you guys coming on the show. You guys can uh, follow me at GMS. At no, I'm sorry, GMS underscore MCMI. Blitz and of course, you can follow me, LR Blitzkrieg, at LR underscore Blitzkrieg on Twitter, on uh, everything else. That's, that's it. LR underscore Blitzkrieg. Right. Same thing for me. Instagram, same name. Just just finally got on Instagram. And uh, and the MCMI brand, we have our Twitter as well, MCMI Report. Just put an at sign in front of that. You can go to mcmireport.com to download past episodes of this show. This is, I believe, number 30, what are we up to, 36, 37th. 37th episode. We got a, had a lot of really great guests. Go check out our past shows and uh, download from the archives. Once again, shout out to Six Man Radio um, that has a show on the same station every single day of the week, and we hold down Friday nights. Don't forget to check out. Um, Bad Seed and Nadine Michelle's show tomorrow night, 7.30, same Primo. station. They will have DJ Premier music and interview for the whole uh, show. And we'll be back next week. Anyone else got anything to say? I'm going to go out with some music. Yeah, uh, G, why don't you take them out with those two Toray joints. Toray just put out a uh, a new mixtape that is very dope. We have one of his joints, What's Love, on our new uh, Love Is. Mixtape right. coming out soon. His mixtape is called Admission of Guilt. 
Uh, you can check for that on uh, djbooth.net. But, uh, yeah, you know, Torrey's definitely fam, so we got to shout him out. Quick question before we get out. Let me just say my goodbyes because I'm going to have to jump off. i got to get back in the session. But salute my Ultra Beat fam from overseas, you know what I mean, my alter unit here, and salute, you know what I mean, my whole fan of music family and my whole Dem recording family that are all UG checking me out. Salute UG, but you know that, that UG Mike Hands thing is the thing that's going to be the thing, so salute MCMI for the love on that, man, and just, just I'm trying to hold that till we make an official announcement on how we're going to do things. Yes. Gotcha. Salute, all man, right, thank you. We're going to sign off with this Torre joint called Steady Marvin. The Love Is mixtape is finished. It's, it's mastered. It's ready. We're just tightening up the marketing, getting everything ready, the press release, everything we've been talking about, the artwork. So we'll be hitting you with that soon. But right now, check out this Torre joint, Steady Marvin, MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk, signing off until Please. next week. MCMI. Like we bring an 88 back. Uh-oh, Torre, I don't hear your joint. You hear it? Let me run that back. MCMI. Like we bring an 88 back. I have to go into something else and get to that one next. So check out this Ken Ox joint, Gases in Hell, Cannibal Ox. I got some LP and Killer Mike already booked them in. New Cardinal Cannibal Ox. On the way. New Ken Ox. Yeah. We'll try to get that Torrey joint on, but the file wasn't playing. Gas is in hell. Gas is in hell. Gas is in hell. Ghost in the shell. Gas is in hell. Gas is in hell. Gas is in hell. Ghost in the shell. The fat reminiscent of a whale. Gas is in hell. Gas is in hell. Gas is in hell. Ghost in the shell. My shell is mechanical found ghost, but my ghetto is animal found toast. My Fahrenheit is blazing. I might boast. And you don't want to get that close Gases in hell, go ghost in the shell. My molecules separate like flashes. I propel light speed. Then the sound, I am the first god to come forth from the mound. Set Tepe, your world's empty and it's a shame you had your chance. Now watch me, and I ain't a MC. I'm more like a sorcerer trapped in a spelling bee. And I'm unstoppable once I get angry. You lit the fuse, mission impossible. I'm Vishnu Aladdin, just know I enter the tiger and exit the dragon. I move with the elegance of an African elephant. I presented the evidence, eloquent as the president. Evident is an episode. I deserve me a championship of a co op banana clip. I'm a chill on my manual. Little man against Hattie, and with the heart of an orphan. I got the words of a murderer, and I offer the sorcery. You take a slice of my portion, I'll take a piece of your profit. I'll drop an illegal speed to keep an OD in my pocket. We run the tools in your town, a quarter pound on my person. I'm known for pounding the stage. I'm talking burning and cursing. Producer gave me a beat. 
said it's the beat of the year. I said LP didn't do it, so get the fuck out of here. You wanna hang, bring your throat? I got stools in a rope. I'm a slang pope, harangue in a land with a mad flow. A new addition to the art of the old code that's fully retarded and put a part in your bone zone. And we the villains, we attacking this bad guy. Mercy me, merciless me, putting pain in they sad guys. The skywalker talk with me, the true Darth Vader. I hit your mom in 03, but the she ain't ate So baby boy, you should tighten up and show some respect. Before I melvin on your Joe, then put my arm on your neck. A worse shit be the reason your girl wanna divorce. Be at a crib with your kids saying, fuck your force. Yo, squaddies on the block. When you see them, never run, my nigga walk. Only the guilty run for cover like Egyptian cotton, thousand count pharaoh swag. Police running up on me trying to search all in my Louis bag. All they found is money, money, money. No evidence. I told them put the cuffs on me, arrest me for being fresh. They might find eight new watches, but no eight balls. I serve and protect my dear. My kicks hate y'all. Courtside tickets, only time I see a judge. Rep telling me pull my feet and I see him, but never budge. I am out here. Six on a thousand out of one. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.